Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. Hooray! I'm here with DJ. Hey. I'm here with New Dooley. Hey. And I'm here with Christopher McCoy. Not BWK, because we're doing an episode that uh, I have put off for a long time, but it is actually one of the most requested episodes uh, from a lot of people. Um, Maybe not as many people as I think, but the ones who want it will really enjoy it. I'll tell you what it is in a minute. But uh, So just to get uh, this out of the way, Top 5 of Death, this is how the show works. Every week we have a Top 5 list uh, on any topic. We go around, give our fives, give our ones, and then the list go up on our website, www.topfiveofdeath.com, where you can vote for which list you agree with the most, and then a winner is announced the following week, and then the winner gets to write a short story or a death. Does that not sound right? Is anyone else going to just chime in? Anybody? I'm new. I think I just fell asleep. <laughs> All right. Uh, DJ is not new. Nope. Uh, I've been here before. Been here before. Uh, I've been times. here before, too. Yeah. It's great to be back. Hey. I've been here. What episode Once. did you do? The Christmas presents. Ah, uh, yeah. Christmas presents. Um, so last week, BWK won on summary things. Um, but he's not here. And once again, he didn't give us deaths. Oh, he won? I thought you won for some reason. No, he definitely won. And once again, we don't have deaths. So that's twice BWK has won. Uh-oh. Twice he has not been on the following episode. And twice he did not provide us with any deaths. We're should gonna be giving to, uh, out a uh, number in his phone number or something? Oh, yeah. I, man, I should just go nuts and give out his whole fucking phone number. He would go crazy. <laughs> he <laughs> would go so crazy. We should just write him up and send it to corporate. Cor- yeah, send it to the corporate headquarters. But so... Here's another thing, though. I, I also am in a bit of trouble. I Uh-oh. fucked up. Uh-oh. Legal trouble? What'd you do? I'm in legal trouble, guys. <clears throat> no. So there. So last week we had a guest host, and I was, a pretty, I was pretty preoccupied with the guest host, and I forgot to read other people's list for summary things. Oh, come on. And then the week before that, we had one list that I forgot to read, and I said I would read it. Ugh. And so what was two weeks ago? Um, oof. Come on. This is our show. We can't even remember what the show was two weeks ago. Uh, there was summary things. There was summary then, things. Uh, garbage things. Go- oh, that's right. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Garbage things, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people like that one. That was nice. To it hear. was fun. It was fun. This is so weird. You guys need to talk way more than this because I can't carry the show by myself. <laughs> it sounds so awkward. I'm just like, uh, and, and then, and then I'm here. Um, How much do you have to read? Do you want to disperse all that? I do want to give a certain someone a certain list. Uh, Is it me? I'm going to give Chris his own list because I forgot to read it on last week's episode. And I was bullshit, and that's the only reason I'm on this episode. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so don't read it yet. Does that one. Um, I'll, one? We'll keep this one. Um, I want to read one. Oh, shit. I think I'm missing another one. You dropped it on the floor. Oh, I did? Okay, yeah, cool. Did. Uh, here, somebody. I, I can't reach that. All right. Chris, pass it down the line. Here you go, Deej. Thank you, dude. Which one do I read? You can read. You can read this one. Oh, yay! No, I can't get it. Yeah. So there's that. Um, okay, and this one is for this episode. Okay. So. Um, All that crinkling pay- paper. I know. This Wait, is, this, this is a- <laughs> this is a list. <laughs> Jesus. Is it? Oh yeah. Well, some of them like are pretty long. long. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is well, really we don't long. have any deaths because BWK fucked us yet again. Right in the butt too. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> This is what happens when he doesn't do this. I'm going to punish him by being mean to him when he's down here. <laughs> okay. Uh, Say one more thing that's mean. About BWK? Yeah. No. He's less tall than he is uh, short. 
Uh-huh. Well, he's less tall than he is short. Yep, that's the meanest thing I could think of. Wow, that is? Yeah. <laughs> Why? You want to give it a shot? He's no. less tall than he is short. Yes. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, <laughs> no, that was pretty good. You. <laughs> you. 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 Right. And I mean you. All right, so who's going first? <laughs> um, so I'll go first since I have my own list. So this is from Summary Things. Just read your list down, down, the, down, the, down the line. Down all the right. list. Number five, my family has a campground, and that's sick. Number four, I'm <laughs> wicked horny, so like when girls show off their skin, that rules. Wait, Number is it? Three, are you actually? Is this? That's this, what it says. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> this is Chris's <laughs> actual list. <laughs> oh, Number, this is your. Oh, you're okay. <laughs> Number four, girls showing off they skin because I'm HAF, horny as fuck. Damn. <laughs> Number three, the Tuxbury hot dog safari because the real hot dog safari sucks. Nice. It didn't expensive. used to. It used to be good. Yeah, it's wicked expensive. <laughs> Number yeah, two, kickball. Kickball. You know. And number one, the Max Tour. What? Anybody okay. been on the Max Tour? I've never tour? been on a four. No, Chris, okay. explain to the people what the Max Tour is. All right. So in my hometown, we have Max Dairy Farm, which is nice little ice cream spot. Yeah. And it's spelled M-A-C apostrophe S. Oh, yeah. No, the next. In Tingsboro, there's a nice little mini golf spot we go to, Max. Right. So that's Max. That's Max three. Okay. <laughs> and I'm then. Gonna, I'm going to give you a little background music. Right in the middle is my favorite. Max 2, the and strip the, club. Oh, yes. the best place in the world. The best place in the world. What do you like most about Max 2, the strip club? Uh, mostly the boobs and the butts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Um, they also had it uh, on the sign at Max 2, uh, Tuesday night, amateur night. But oh, it, amateur was spelled wrong. For <laughs> amateur was spelled <laughs> wrong? Yep, Man. Spelled, they left it up for like five years. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guys. Yeah. I love the soundboard yeah. so much. I used to deliver pizza there all the time. To though. the strip club? Yeah. Really? All double cheeseburger. Wait a minute. <laughs> they used to always get a double cheeseburger. Say what? <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, DJ, please read that person's list. I believe that that one is from Garbage Things. If uh, I'm, or is that Summary Things as well? I don't know. It's pretty long. I haven't. I'll just read it. Well, where is it from? It's from uh, Matt. First name Wood. So that that is from <laughs> uh, that is from summary things, I believe. Yeah. It's from Wood Matt. Yeah, it's Matthew Wood. His first name's uh, the best name. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> as a loyal master of the universe, this hell yeah, sucks. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I was super excited to get an email from the top five of death to contribute my own top five list. My number five summer thing I'm looking forward to is going to the beach. I live in Florida, so it is nice being able to get. A reprieve from the 100-degree heat and 90% humidity. Ah. Number four is school being let out. I recently got a job working at a public school, and I'm fortunate enough to get the same schedule as the teachers. That means I get approximately two months off due to, w- to do whatever the fuck I want, and I cannot wait. Hell yeah! Uh, my number three is pool parties. As a kid, I was lucky enough to have parents who had their own pool and remember all the fun having barbecues and friends and family members. Uh, now that I am an adult, I still enjoy visiting my parents, grilling with my dad, and being able to lounge around for uh, uh, lounge around the pool for, for hours in their pool. I probably read that wrong. <laughs> uh, my Let's number, read it. huh? No. All right. <laughs> my number two is going to theme parks. I have annual passes to Universal Studios uh, and Islands of Adventure, and Very fully smart. intend to go to the parks regularly during the summer. Plus. The best part of having the passes is if it gets busy, I can just leave and come back the next day early in the morning before uh, it it is lousy with tourists, which must be nice. Yeah, seriously. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I, did you ever? Are you seriously considering uh, getting those passes, Matt? The yearly passes. I Disney? I am one hundred percent getting the yearly passes for Disney World right after I get married. That's one of the things we're buying with the money from the wedding. That's so cool. All right, finally, my number one is spending time with my family. Aww. When I was young, my parents would take my family on road trips over the summer to bring us to the theme parks. Some of the, my fondest memories were being crammed in my mother's station wagon, flicking off people on I-95 and watching <laughs> them, <laughs> watching, the, <laughs> the, the, watching them get infuriated while I fought with my sisters and, parents, and my parents yelled at us uh, to behave ourselves. This year, I'm taking... My wife and my parents to... My wife. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I really wanted to do it, but I decided not to. Uh, this year, I'm taking my wife and parents to South Florida to go scuba diving, and my dad already let me know he's going to get back at me while I drive for being a little shit ass when I was younger. So is his dad going to flick him <laughs> off? <laughs> I don't know. I hope his dad... <laughs> God, God willing, the old bastard doesn't argue with my mom the entire drive, complain about not having enough space in the back seat, give, tr- <laughs> give truckers the finger... And complain about having to use the restroom after we just stopped, uh, after we just stopped, or the vacation is canceled and I'm turning my car around. Oh, and my honorable mention I'm is this car around. I love that threat. My honorable mention is a 7-Eleven Slurpee. For some reason, fuck the, yeah, the, solid, backed hard. <laughs> for some reason, the hundred plus degree summer with ninety percent humidity turns a uh, a large cup of frozen corn syrup into one of the into one of man's greatest achievements. Hell yeah. Thanks again for letting me contribute to the show and I look forward to one day hearing the goddamn top 5 wrestling podcast Matt keeps promising. See? I wow. told you. What a uh, what a good segue. Right. Yeah. Except that we have one more list and this one's from this is the one from 2 weeks ago that I I really got to read because this person has donated uh, a, f- a multiple times. He's a he's a big supporter of the show so I want to pay him a uh, pay him a little respect by reading the list that he took the time to write. Uh, so this one's from Garbage Things. This one's from Rob. Um, number five, electric lawn tools. What am I supposed to trim with these plastic pruners? My pubes? Gas up or get the fuck out. I suggest not doing that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, uh, Chris is a licensed barber, so he would know. Yeah. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to offer your, his. I'll trim your pubes <laughs> for you. <laughs> he's, pro- he's a pro. Number four, Adobe Flash plugin. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Absolute garbage. It's the only thing on my PC that updates almost daily and still doesn't work right. If it wasn't so widely used online, YouTube, etc., I would throw it directly in the recycle bin where it belongs. Number three, Squire guitars and basses. Oh, I thought he was going to just say the Squire. <laughs> the squire. was going to be all over that one. Uh, you guys got to not have so many local references. Yeah. That's also <laughs> a strip club, isn't it? <laughs> right. A local strip club. Uh, number three, Squire guitars and basses. Yeah, you're owned by Fender. And you have the Strat or Jazz body style, but you are absolute garbage. The guy who makes Squire is a luthier. Uh, the way an acupuncturist is in the mall is a doctor. Oh, I get it. They aren't. They fucking aren't. <laughs> Two, cars with speed governors. I thought this was America, huh? I thought this was America. That's all I have to say about that. How's a speed governor? It's a thing on your car that only that allows that tops out the speed, so you can't go faster than whatever the governor set at. Oh, yeah, I don't drive. No, you're not allowed to after what happened. You don't know shit about politics either. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. the governor. Uh, <laughs> number one, people who don't listen to the top five of hey! death. Hell yeah. People like this include, but are not limited to, Hitler, Stalin, Justin Bieber, Kim Kardashian, that guy who wore, his people, that guy who wore people's faces. Yeah, that's the one. Oh. And that motherfucking, and that motherfucker in the two, in the two-lane fast food drive drive through who won't fucking pull forward six more fucking inches so I can order my goddamn McGriddle. Some of us have places to be, asshole. Oh, great. You see this shit? Now the dick in the other lane is ordering first. 
Looks like I'm late for work again. Thanks, Obama. Hmm. And also me, who also doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you're even on this show. I know, right? It's got to live with you. That's that's an unfortunate circumstance for me. Mm. Um, cool. So those are our list. Now, for the love of God, 12 minutes in, we're going to get to the show. This is the one episode that people have been waiting for because it is the wrestling episode. <laughs> this is the big show. Yeah. Is he a heel or face? I can't tell. Island? I don't know, but I'm bored because he was on my garbage list of things fucking last week because the big show fucking sucks. That's right. So this week we're doing top five wrestling moments. So moments. Uh, by the way, I forgot to mention this to you before. I strictly did not include matches. Yeah, so did I. Because I have, I have one match. Okay, change it, or pick a moment from the match. <laughs> <laughs> because I, 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 what if we want to do top five matches? You can't. Yeah. No, we can't. Yeah. Well, we can, but Chris won't be able to do that. That he won't be able to double that one. I'm sure he'll be able to pick another five matches, so it's not that big of a deal. All right, yeah. I'll, I'll switch it real quick. <laughs> I got all my honorable mentions right here. I figured this. So when I was making my list, I had. So many things I wanted to put down, but I can only pick five, so it was kind of difficult. Um, so top five wrestling moments. Uh, DJ, I'm going to have you start, but what we're going to do is uh, we're going to, for every every list, you're going to get a, an intro. Okay, cool. Just And do your best. Introduce it in a promo style that's befitting of the wrestler's music that you have. Oh, I can't cut a promo. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, you got, it's not that hard. So... Just say what the list is. Just say what your pick is in the vein of whatever wrestler whose music you have. All right, I'll give it a shot. I'm just randomizing this, by the way. Oh, that makes me feel good. Okay, so this one. Ready? Yep. And go. <laughs> My numero cinco <laughs> is Flare Flops. Hey! Yeah, I am. Um, that seems like wrestling moments. Yeah, well, isn't that the episode of the show? I didn't know it's plural. I thought all mine are singular. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, wa- <laughs> I wanted to do. You made all these rules after yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's Maybe what you I should have told no, us. No, yeah. I, it, it counts because it happens a bunch. But like the whole, when a flare flop happens, it's historic. It is. That is true. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what a flare flop is, it's when Ric Flair takes a bump and uh, <laughs> oversells it in a dramatic way. Like he'll he'll be standing and say he'll get uh, chopped in the chest, right. and then he'll walk like five steps and then stop and then just fall on his face. <laughs> it's it's a, the funniest thing. I love that. I, that and when he takes out his aggression on his blazer. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it, pretty Rick much Flair, anything he does is perfect. Cool. It, right. it seriously is. It, Fucking bullshit. <laughs> True. Um, I. I don't know how I became obsessed with it. I think I just saw a compilation video on YouTube, and I've been obsessed ever since. I do it myself if I've, like, if the the time is right, if I've yeah, maybe if like been drinking enough, or if like <laughs> so, like I don't know, if something accidentally hits you in the face, like if somebody's trying to throw a piece of paper away over you oh. and they just hit you, it just it's perfect. Yeah. It lends itself. I need it's, a flare flop more often in like yeah. real life. It's one of those things that you notice, but you don't notice how often he does it. Right. Yeah. Right. Until the, you actually think about it. The compilation is. So entertaining. I think it may have been taken down. Oh, really? Yeah, because I tried to watch it um, not too long ago. I couldn't find it. <laughs> that's directed at YouTube? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, directed at YouTube. Nice. Um, I, uh, 
my friend Jared and uh, his wife Melinda, they throw a Halloween party every year, and I was Ric Flair for that Halloween party, and I was like flare flopping all over the place outside you were the most sweatiest oh. yeah but i was so fucking over <laughs> you were so over i really was uh when they have bands play at the uh the party too and after every song i was like wooing all over the place and then eventually everyone else wooed after me woo, woo, yeah woo, woo, oh yeah woo, dude woo, and then <laughs> i got into a uh i want to say 45 minute wrestling match <laughs> with, with who uh, my friend Ashley Beebe, my other our friend Ralph. An intergender wrestling match. Yep. And uh, um, wait, Ralph was involved. Yeah. Who got hurt? Uh, Not Ralph. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> who who bladed? Did you blade? I was gonna blade, but uh, I mean, I I looked at the the time and it was getting too long, so I just uh, ended the match. They didn't want color. Yeah. <laughs> no color. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and my friend Jim was in on it too. He was dressed like Joe Dirt. Oh. Yeah. The wrestler Joe Dirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great. Samoa Joe Dirt. Samoa Joe Dirt. <laughs> uh, great. Dang, I can see down your shirt. Uh, Fro, are you ready? I can't <laughs> cut promos. <laughs> I can't. I'm not asking you to cut a promo. Just say what your fucking list is in the vein of the thing. What is so hard about this? Are you incapable of this? All right, that's good. No, no, I think that's a uh, maybe. I thought you were going to hit the button. That's <laughs> you are the fucking worst on this show. I wish I had. Start introducing new shit. How the hell am I supposed to know what you're doing? I asked you a question. You didn't answer. I thought you were like, "Are you ready for this?" And then you're gonna play it. And then I asked you, "Are you incapable of this?" So are you just doing randoms or what? What's yeah. Going on. I'm wait. Uh, for are you yeah, ready sure. now? Yeah, sure. I'm ready for it. Okay. All right. All right. Ready? And go. <laughs> <laughs> Have a nice day. <laughs> Wrong you now. know, my, my <laughs> number five. <laughs> my number five. All right, change the music off. <laughs> cut the, cut cut the, the music. Cut, cut the music. Zerpin out. Fucking mic. Uh, my number five is Chris Jericho's list of moves. Oh, oh cool. From uh, WCW Nitro. Uh, this happened in 1998. It's a good year. Uh, he was feuding with everybody. Hopefully he knows Malenko. about this. Yeah, yeah. He was feuding with Dean Malenko. And, the great uh, Malenko? Not that one, but I hope you don't. I think that, that was later on. Yeah, later on uh, when the, he feuded with the oddities. Um, but yeah, Dean Malenko had the uh, nickname, you know, Man of a Thousand Holds. And Jericho, since he hated Dean Malenko so much, he had to one-up him, and he had the 1,004 holds. Oh. And, uh... <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> of course, you had that queued up. Um, so yeah, he was feuding with him, and so we decided to go on there. And he had his like nice, you know, perforated printout of all of his moves. And he was uh, he actually <coughs> was coming out. He wrestled Marty Jannetty. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yep, he wrestled Marty Jannetty that night, beat him, and then cut a promo on Dean Malenko. And then he said, "Oh, he's the man of a thousand holes. Well, I got a thousand four, and started going off on him. Hold number one, armbar. <laughs> I forget what number two was. Probably th- armbar. Probably th- probably armbar. Number three was the three, uh, what was it? The moss-covered three-familyed flying credenzal? Yep. Or something along the <laughs> lines of that? Credenza. Credenza. Uh, <laughs> credenzal. Credenzal. Um, he got like through 700 and then went to a commercial break. He's like, oh, oh I'm getting all blown up over this. <laughs> and then um, Prince Iakea had a match next and interrupted him. And then he ended up leaving, and he was like, oh, trying to still read his moves. He didn't up get, ended up getting you, up to 1,000 You don't need to look at us when yeah. you talk. You I'm keep, just talking. I know, but you keep moving your mouth away from the mic. You're like, hey, what's going on, everybody? It's me, Fro. <laughs> just talking like this. Deal with it, all right? 
Um, fix it in editing. Uh, but yeah, Chris Jericho <laughs> doing his <laughs> Edit thousand and four shit. holds. Not the first time you would edit me out, anyways. No, we're not even gonna bring that up. <laughs> do you think uh, Jericho is better in WCW? Or? I do. Uh, yes, I do. His wrestling is. I think yeah. his wrestling is better in WWE. I think uh, one of the funniest things Chris Jericho ever did. I don't know if anybody's gonna have this on their list, but <clears throat> the um, the the cruiserweight battle royal oh. at Super Brawl. <laughs> Nobody's gonna have that on the list. <laughs> what is that? Oh, is that when, he made the com- when he was uh, commentating? He was he was announcing every wrestler <laughs> coming down to the ring. It's the oh it's yeah, the yeah, funniest yeah yeah fucking I thing. forget who it was who came in third third place in the Lou Ferrigno lookalike competition. <laughs> El Dandy. El Dandy. <laughs> this guy came in third place in the Lou Ferrigno lookalike competition. I yeah, love so I love the um the clip of him tr- he, when he was feuding with Goldberg and he he got lost backstage. Oh, oh that's a classic. See, that is so funny. moments like that are why I think he's better in WCW. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He, had he goes to WWE to and I mean he's he plays a bigger role, but yeah, he didn't have. As much free reign to do like he did in WCW. Exactly. He had uh, a lot of funny moments though in WWE. When he, uh, he's, he's just he's great everywhere. Yeah, but he uh, he cut a promo on Road Dog once, and he was like, he's like, you know, you come out here, you spell your name R O A D D O double G. You want to impress me? Spell lugubrious. <laughs> <laughs> he's that's the awesome. best. Oh, he's Chris so Jericho, good. Matt's a mark for him. I am a super uh, mark, yeah. But oh. yeah, that's that's my number five right there. A uh, thousand and four. Holds. Nice. Good one. All right, so I'll do my number five. I'm just going to close my eyes here, and I'm going to look. I'm looking at DJ. got eye contact, so this is legit. What do you think, huh? Pretty good. Here we go. And (laughs) my number five. (laughs) (laughs) Hey there, cats. It's me, Dude Love. And my number five is when Macho Man got married on WWF TV. (laughs) Of course, was, I got oh, Daddy! Oh, was Ooh. that the first wedding? Yeah, oh, that was probably. the match made in heaven. If it wasn't the first wedding, I would love to know what the first wedding was. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is um this is a moment that we we especially in our cir- a little circle of friends here hold dear uh, because uh, what is our favorite line from that? I'm gonna keep the ribbon. Keep the ribbon. Keep the ribbon. So this is uh, when after Hulk uh, Hulk Hogan after uh, Macho Man. Boo! I wish I had the boo queued up. I'm sorry. Uh, proposes to Miss Elizabeth and she very awkwardly says oh, yes. Oh it's cringeworthy when she says yes because he proposes to her in the ring. And he's like Elizabeth, <laughs> will you marry me, Elizabeth? <laughs> and then she goes, Oh yeah! And it's. Painful, but my favorite part about that part is the double take that Macho Man does, where he's like shocked she said yes. <laughs> what? He's like, like, like he didn't want her to. He's like, fuck. He's like, like, damn it. Really? After all the times that I've locked you in the closet when I had a match? <laughs> right. He's like, maybe you don't want to like go with Lex Luger. Right. I mean, he's right there. The way he's sucking on the left side of his mouth like he always did. She <laughs> that weird thing. She just got more hot with age. Yeah. She really did. Yeah, she did. And then she got so hot that she died. Oof. No, uh, that's not how it gosh. happened. <laughs> I think it is, actually. <laughs> that's uh, a death. I got to look into that. Uh, but dur- <laughs> but during the wedding, so they have this big wedding ceremony, and he's feuding with uh, Jake the Snake uh, at the at the time. And so he's opening these presents, and he opens up one present. What, there's a snake inside, right? Yep. Yeah, and, that essentially, and then it's just chaos from there's there. There's a snake in his boot. There's a snake in my boot. True. Someone's poisoned the water hole. But in the... In the you know the realm of professional wrestling, in the hyper pageantry that it is, that was a great 
great moment. Did you guys catch at uh, WrestleMania uh, when was it? Yeah, it was WrestleMania where uh, Daniel Bryan was kind of promo backstage after he won the IC belt, and uh, all the old IC champions came up to him and you know said something to him yeah and then uh ricky simo came up to him and he's like you know it's like uh the late great macho man used to say woo yeah oh, I, I hated it i was like oh. i was so mad by that he never said Ooh, that yeah <laughs> I was like, yeah you worked with him huh? right yeah. yeah oh yeah brother yeah it's like the late great macho man used to say hey <laughs> It's like Hulk Hogan always says, what are you going to do? Like, what are you even going to (laughs) do? Oh, boy. Uh, So, yeah, so that's my number five. Yeah, so why did you pick that? Uh, uh, Like I said, it's just, especially recently, we we just re-referenced it so much. And thinking back on it, like, when I watched it as a kid, like, I was like, shocked i was like oh this is nice and i was like i can't believe that he's ruining a wedding <laughs> what it's a w- somebody stop him you know and, it's like <laughs> and to you me sound like a clown weddings <laughs> go over so miserably on wwe tv yeah, yeah. When, has there ever been a successful wedding i don't think so yeah dude well triple Which h was definitely right Oh, yeah. I mean, that didn't get fucked up at all. <laughs> nope. Hey, they're still together, right? Hey, yeah. it's very successful, yeah. Huh? They got, got, what do they got, three kids? Two. Two? Whatever. Think, they got know. a pretty good marriage. <laughs> pretty good. If it's not on TV, I don't know it. <laughs> all right. Uh, cool. So that's my number five. Chris, are you ready? I guess so. All right, here we go. Are we doing this for all of them? Every single one. And you have this one. Yo, 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 yo. Pop a and check your rollies. It's crime time. I have no idea how to act like them. Yo, it's, yo, it's me, JTG. Oh. <laughs> um, so my number five is... Oh, he, he dropped that real fast. Oh, yeah. Fuck, fuck uh, that's crime like when, time. That's like when Lil Wayne started talking the David Chappelle sketch. <laughs> well, actually. All right, so my number five is uh, Ric Flair's retirement. Ooh, that's a good one. WrestleMania Ooh. 24. That is a good one. So when Shawn Michaels is like tuning up the band Ugh. ready to give him the sweet chin music, it yeah. just gives me chills. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, it's great. Because you see him say, I'm sorry. Right. I love you. Yeah. You know? Brutal. It's like, you, it's, that's real. Yeah, absolutely. That, that moment right there was real. And then for both of them, and I was Ric well, Flair I, was bawling his eyes out the entire time he, getting pinned. He hasn't stopped crying since then. <laughs> he cries all the time now. Who? Shawn Michaels? No, Ric Flair. Oh, the only could thing be that wonky eye, Shawn Michaels. I was wondering on whether or not I wanted to put it on or not, just because Ric Flair like went back. And oh, started that was, that was the worst again. part about it. Right. And it kind of tarnished that for me a little bit. Yeah, but it kind of sucks. Yeah, what that, an asshole. That, that moment is just like craziness to me. If there was one wrestler that I could like have find the fountain of youth it would absolutely be rick flair i would love it if he just was in his prime for the rest of absolutely. like eternity he, he's a wrestler who could be in every single era yeah absolutely still, still work he's timeless absolutely he's so fucking funny he Ugh. is you know who else i wish was still around fucking bullshit has anyone seen his documentary no is, is it, it out yeah, it's out somewhere. I don't know where to find <laughs> it, though. He doesn't stop talking about it on Instagram. God, he's great. Does he stop talking about anything no, on any sort of social media? He keeps calling uh, He keeps calling Justin Bieber the Raisin Balls. Yeah, <laughs> Raisin Balls. Raisin Balls. He called, um, was it Chris Christie Cheeseburger Tits? What a nice guy. Fuck, Isn't fuck the, fa- the Cheeseburger fake, Tits, Chris Christie. So, so I, I heard it was fake. 
at one point. Then I heard it was real. Then I heard it was his like manager or someone d- okay. like doing it for him. Oh, like, oh that, good. That makes more sense. I really sense. don't think he could get on any sort of social media <laughs> yeah, he doesn't and type know out a yeah. tweet. Jesus! <laughs> with hashtags and everything. <laughs> yeah. All right. You Great imagine pick, Chris. the Iron Sheik tweeting? No. Yeah. No, I, he probably doesn't even have a phone. He probably has like an old rotary phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably just five. talks into his pointy shoes. Yeah. Or those heavy clubs that those he spins. Clubs? Yeah. Those yeah. are crazy. Yeah. I guess, uh, remember when we went to uh, the Hall of Fame when it was in New York and Bob Backlund talked about being the only other person to do the clubs? Except this was like 45 minutes into his speech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, oh my God. Jesus. Bob Backlund's crazy. Yeah, he is. He is crazy. I actually saw him in person one time. Uh, I used to live in Connecticut, and my friend Nick did amateur wrestling. And he, Bob Ackland, showed up one day, and ESPN was there, and he was um, just like you know observing, I guess, for the most part. And then when every every match was done, um, he was doing an interview with ESPN, and everyone just kind of forgot that he was there. And then out of nowhere, uh, like everyone's like just talking to everyone, and everyone forgets that he's there. <laughs> and we right. just hear. Uh, he stands up and he's like, and I love the world and I love what I do. He's like just going <laughs> fucking crazy. We're like, oh yeah, he's still here. Putting oh, people Bob in the Ackley. chicken wing, putting amateur wrestlers yeah. in the chicken wings, throwing towels. <laughs> <laughs> what a nut. I can't believe he won the belt yeah. off of Bret Hart. <clears throat> Did he have it for a long time? Uh, back I think it was two. No, when it was like the seventies and eighties, he had it for like three yeah. years. But when right. he came back in the nineties, he didn't oh. have it for very long. I think yeah. he had it but like, he did win it again. Yeah, he won it and then yeah. lost a diesel in like five seconds. Eight, yeah, eight seconds at uh at a house show. Yeah, at a house show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Transitional champion. Yeah, <laughs> the most transitional champion. <laughs> uh, cool, DJ number four. Yeah. All right, let me give you a rando. And all right, let me just close my eyes. Who's this? Oh my God. Is this uh, Chris Masters? It's Chris Masters. <laughs> the master lock. So pick up that tree behind yeah, yeah. you. And smash save, through my window. When save I'm your not, mother. When I'm not uprooting trees to save my mom from a burning house, I usually pick Dolph Ziggler cashing in his money in the bank oh. as my number four. Oh, great. Excellent choice. So fucking good. Uh, I, the, got, I got chills by you picking that. <laughs> oh my God. I love the whole idea of money in the bank and the... I love that the night after WrestleMania on Raw is so high energy and everyone is so into it. The crowd after WrestleMania, the night after WrestleMania is so awesome. Right. And, uh, it's almost sometimes better than WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah it, it really is. is. I look forward to it more than yeah. WrestleMania because... Now I, the crowd knows it. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. like, the, the thing is, like, WrestleMania, you, you kind of have an idea what's going to happen, but on that Raw, all bets are off. Everything yeah, absolutely. Changes. Yeah. That's the night everything right. switches. Which it should be WrestleMania, but it's not. Yeah. That's like the payoff, I guess. So Dolph had uh, the Money in the Bank briefcase for a very long time, and they they did the best job with him teasing it. They teased it so many times, and it was awesome. Um, but he finally cashed it in the night after WrestleMania when uh, Alberto Del Rio was hurt, and when his music hit, the <laughs> place fucking went insane. I was yeah. Fr- I, was fr- was I like remember freaking of, out. Yeah. <laughs> it's One of the loudest pops. Yeah. I Like, when you... Just hear a pop on yeah. wrestling that is like so significant. It's like the best. And his his career just started going up and up and up when he had that briefcase. Yeah, like that's pretty much when he became a face. Right during that run, because everybody just wanted to see him finally cash in. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it, people don't people did not appreciate Dolph Ziggler nearly as much as I did when they first came out. Oh, uh, oh okay. Right. 
Hey, um, it took a while for it, people. It definitely <laughs> took a while, except for for me. But uh, Dolph Ziggler, people. Oh, good. <laughs> 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 people loved him so much when he had. The, was he with AJ and um, Biggie when he ha- was holding that? Or was it still with Vicky? Uh, no, I don't think he was. I, I think he was with AJ. I think he was with AJ also. Yeah. I feel like I remember him holding her hand and the briefcase and punch uh, Biggie punching AJ in the chest. Oh, yeah. I oh. smashed her oh, in yeah. the chest. Jeez. That was so funny. And um, he had to go and get hurt. That yep. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, that's happened so much. I feel like when uh, someone that we like finally gets their shot, uh, something happens where it gets taken away from them. They immediately get hurt. Yeah, like yeah. I was pumped that Jack Swagger was going to get a push, and then he got busted for like having pot on. That's his fault. Though. I love yeah. Jack Swagger. Yeah, he's won me so much money. <laughs> oh, really? Jack Swagger's sick. Yeah. Oh well. Very unfortunate though. Just terrible luck. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. really luck, but just bad ideas or bad. Uh, I don't know. It is, is the word speaking to the mic and stop looking until you're right? <laughs> is that the word? Hey, man, fuck you. <laughs> it's definitely one word. Yeah. Um, if you say it fast enough. Did, did, I was, what did you guys think of the night after Raw uh, this past WrestleMania? Um, uh, I, the ending sucked. Oh, yeah. I wasn't, what was the ending? <clears throat> did I exactly. See? It, had, it had Big Show and Kane in it. It was, yeah, it was a shitty six-man tag match. And then the crowd started doing the wave, and oh, it was yeah. the best wave I've ever seen yeah, in my that, life. Yeah, that was a really good It was good so good wave. that the camera decided to yes. not pay attention to the match. They didn't show the match. They showed the wave. Yeah. I, oh, you know what else I heard? I, I read that uh, that WWE was trying to like damper the audience noise Yeah. through the uh, production uh, studio or whatever. I'm not surprised. Yeah, they're muting I don't, the crowd. I don't blame them at all for it, that the crowd after WrestleMania hijacks the show most, most times. Yeah. Well, they... They are the hardcore fans, and they're the ones who are most vocal, I suppose. They were yelling at the Big Show to retire at NXT taping, I guess. That's so funny. That's yeah. so good. That's so funny. He needs to. I love he that does. He needs to just go away. <laughs> yep. Uh, he's the worst, uh, hence why he was on your list. That's what I think yeah. of the Big Show. I agree. <laughs> However, I do love the the Big Show Miz music combined. Oh, Way show. Well, it's awesome, bitch, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing that he's done in the last 10 years is have that gigantic chair at oh TLC. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Dooley be like, you're tired. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get a chair that size? Mm. Hmm. Nope. Mm. Pro? Uh, I don't want to do this. Go. <laughs> you don't want to do it? You want me to pick yours, and I'll give you ones I know you can do? No, just do it. <laughs> okay. I don't think go. that's the problem. <laughs> All right, here we go. Random. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, shit. Jesus weird. <laughs> My eyes were closed. I picked that twice. You're not getting that that's one. That's racist. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. It's accurate. <laughs> here we go. Well. And here we go. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. What is this? Hold on. Is this like old Hunter Hearst Humbly? No. I have no idea what this is. I don't know. I'll give you a hint. It's just as accurate as the last one. Just as accurate as the last one? Shelton Benjamin? King Booker. Oh. King Booker! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Man, I wish I knew that because I love King Booker. Uh, Yeah, whatever. I'll go to my number four. I guess so. (laughs) Whatever. I'm doing my number four. Uh, So my number four is, it's kind of... Moments. Uh, Crash Holly's 24-7 hardcore rule. Nice. Okay. Keep going. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know why. You go on to say. Uh, (laughs) It started in 2000. It was on a SmackDown. And he won the hardcore belt and then decided to create this rule that he'll just defend it at all times because he's a fighting champion. And it created 
some of the best moments ever for Cr- Crash Holly's career. How much did he weigh again? I don't know. It was like a thousand pounds. Allegedly, like a, oh, I think it was allegedly well over four hundred. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> to, to be heavyweight, to be exact. Him coming down to the ring with that friggin' scale the was the best. So yeah. good. It, uh, it dawned on me recently that he kind of looks like Tyson Kidd. No, uh, I don't think so. I, a little bit. I, I'd have to disagree. Oh yeah, I'll I agree. You'd have to. Why I, would you I, have to? I'm being forced to. <laughs> I, I love that he used against my head. I love that he used <laughs> the style clash as his finisher. Which oh, was yeah. great, yeah. But yeah, the hardcore twenty-four-seven uh, rule. You know, he got into so many crazy things. My specific favorite one is when he's facing, or he's at the like mall ball pit. Oh yeah, the headbangers, the headbangers. Yeah, the headbangers like attack him out of nowhere, and he's crawling through the like the tunnels and everything. My like, favorite the part about that is the cameraman going down the slide, oh, <laughs> going down the slide after Crash Holly right was into so a funny. chair shot. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, I mean, Crash Holly, he fought, you know, headbangers, the Mean Street Posse was one of the other people it that he rivaled with. It was mostly the headbangers and the Mean Street Posse. <laughs> Pretty much. He was, uh, was one time he was coming out of a circus. Oh my God. <laughs> and <laughs> he's like, yeah, he was coming out of a circus. He's got a balloon animal like hat on. He's got the championship belt around him. Probably had like a Ico Pro shirt on and uh, <laughs> sick jorts on. Yep, and uh, probably uh, Zub- uh, Zubas. No, he yeah. had jorts. Oh, okay, probably, um, probably a fanny pack. And what do you call it? These clowns just attack him. You got some dude in a fake nose, and it was Teddy Long, <laughs> which is like funny in a fedora in a big jacket. Yep, <laughs> and the clowns just started like a stereotypical. Uh, fucking <laughs> like a detective costume, <laughs> deep throat or something. <laughs> Clowns. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> um, wasn't Raven like a 29-time hardcore champion? He, he was the champion the most times. I think it was like 31 or something. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. But isn't that because of that like scramble match? No, he wasn't in that. No? Oh. But yeah, uh, but the hardcore title thing kind of led to a lot of different things. A hoe won it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One of the Godfather's hoes. Who, uh, who won it in the hotel room? Was it Jerry Briscoe? Uh, one of the one of the Stooges, I think, won it in the Gerald Briscoe won it while Crash was napping in the back. Yeah. yeah. And even the King and <laughs> Michael Cole were like, he's the champion. Yeah. He won the champion. <laughs> I, remember the re- I remember the referee counting so softly on the, like, the bed. Yeah. Uh, Raven was the champion 27 times. That's Jeez. ridiculous. Who, which ref won the belt? It was, probably uh, it was probably Mike Kyoto because he's the best referee. <laughs> that's, that's false. Charles Robinson is. Um, Uh-oh. I don't know. Was Charles Robinson ever the hardcore champion? <laughs> yeah, he may have been. Was Mike Kyoto? <laughs> he's little Nate. <laughs> he's little Nate, though. I would think that Hey, Mike Kyoto's been suspended. Oh. Yeah, because he does steroids because he's fucking jacked out of the skull. <laughs> yeah. Mike no, Kyoto. Hard body ref is, though. Oh, yeah. Scott, Scott Armstrong. Armstrong. Yeah, I love referees. I love uh, my uh, number four moment is referees. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, the WrestleMania nine referee with the oh, weird leg. Right. He sells that leg. The what whole was that? Does the Giant Gonzalez Undertaker match? Yeah, oh, and yeah. he gets pulled out of the ring, and that leg yeah. just yeah. randomly folds. He's laying on the mat like uh, Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber <laughs> when he falls off the jetway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my number four: Crash Holly's twenty four seven hardcore belt rule. Cool. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. That right. pretty decent. Yeah, it's okay. It's the worst. All right, so my number four. Let me get some music. Here we go. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Ugh. Is this Simple Plan? It might as well be. <laughs> Do you know who this is? What oh. wrestler it is? No. What is this? Chaz? No. <laughs> Beth <laughs> Phoenix. Oh. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. The Glamazon? Do you remember when we were going down to Philly and we played that game? That game was fun as shit. Yeah, it was. What game? We uh we were driving down to Philly. We were going down for uh Dragon Gate. The Dragon, Dragon Gate, Gate one year and, and the Chikara. Chikara something. Ooh. Right. It was Dragon Gate Chikara, but the thing was was uh 
that this was right after Daniel Bryan got released from uh, WWE for choking Justin, Justin Roberts, Roberts with a tie. So and he this was his first was it no it was like his second nah, he, it was his biggest indie show um, after getting released. So we went down to go see it and it was fucking awesome. We, and everyone threw ties into the ring, including us. Yep. Uh, and that's where my picture I took my picture with Daniel Bryan. Uh, I'll put up on the uh, the things so everyone can see. But uh, on the way down, we just um, we had an iPod and someone would play a wrestling theme and the first person to guess the wrestler got a point and it was just that was it it was simple as that and it was super fun it was That's like cool. whose line is it anyways well the points don't matter <laughs> yep. well, they matter one but <laughs> oh okay all right Jesus. i definitely didn't win but i didn't come in last either that was my only, that was my whole goal uh but my number four pick by the way as beth phoenix as I might beth add. Fe- my number four pick <laughs> is when Shawn michaels kicked marty janetti through the barbershop window nice did he kick That's him funny because he didn't kick him. oh he threw his head through i'm sorry yeah. He ripped his head off and threw it through the barbershop window. <laughs> right. Said, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um, but once again, me watching as a child, and I I, I was in shock. <laughs> uh, that bothered me so much. I, me I too, because I, I always thought that for some reason I had this like thing about glass and breaking a window as being like one of the worst things you could do as a child, Yeah. <laughs> let alone throwing someone through a window. Uh, so when that happened, I was very... Like, I was very taken aback about it, but um, that, like, to me, now that, like, we all know what happened. Shawn Michaels became Shawn Michaels, and Marty Jannetty became Marty Jannetty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was in a couple battle royals, I think. Yeah, good yeah. for him. Yeah, he faced Chris Jericho right before he read the list. Yeah, oh, sure. He, hey, uh, Marty Jannetty has made this list twice. Good wow. for him. I know. Who, who would have known? <laughs> um, but now, we are, whenever we see a tag team, we're always like, which one of these guys will be Marty Jannetty when they break up? Yeah, we're absolutely. usually wrong. We were 100% wrong when it came to Legacy. Ugh. Ted DiBiase uh, yeah. was should, supposed yeah, to be the guy that would have been. Holy huge. shit, were we wrong? Well, what happened there? They, I liked they him. didn't break up, though. They just got a, like, they didn't get into like a Marty Jannetty, Shawn I, Michaels. I think they did. No, I think uh, Randy Orton turned on them and then. Oh, yeah. So Randy Orton. Randy Orton turned on Ted DiBiase, and Cody Rhodes stayed with Randy Orton. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. And then they, they kind of... Which is another reason why I thought Ted DiBiase would have been the one to right. go on. Right, right. But yeah, right. I mean, they did all the tag teams now, nobody ever has a good breakup where somebody becomes a star. I, I mean, unless you guys can think of somebody off the top of your head. Which one of the Usos do you think is going to be Shawn Michaels? Uh, Jimmy. The left one. Probably, <laughs> probably Jimmy, because he's the one I see on Total Divas every week. Yeah, yeah. Total Divas is going to launch your career far F- none. Future champion. You think so? No, I don't. Absolutely not. <laughs> unless <laughs> I, unless he starts wearing a thong in the ring. Oh, which would be all right. Unless he starts, <laughs> unless he starts wearing a muffler. Um, could wear a thong in the ring. Uh, uh, could she? Yeah, her ass is gigantic. It's so big. It's gross. You could. She you could uses put a drink it up. as a weapon. I know. Just, That's a great move. Smelly, yeah, it is. Smelly butt. Uh, but yeah, so that was like a that was a pretty a pretty big big moment in wrestling. That was um, probably the biggest. Like I can't think of a bigger heel turn at that time. At yeah. that time, oh, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah, and I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, that was the other thing. Well, also, I was a stupid idiot kid, but uh, right. If there's a top five heel turns list, that's on there. Well, can't yeah. do one now. Thanks, Earl. Yeah, way to go. Oh, you've done gonna... it again. Oh man, were we gonna do that? Not <sighs> anymore. Uh, but yeah, that's my number four. Is the uh, that when very iconic? Yeah, when HBK threw Marty J. Through the glass window, Bobby, you day. <laughs> window isn't that a website now too? It is. They make it shirts. is. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
if you go there, tell them that uh, you heard about it from us, and they have to give us money. <clears throat> Highly influential. Yeah. Oh. Nice. four. Uh, Chris, you're number four. <laughs> Let me right, give you a little thing. Here we go. One, two, three, one, two, three, and here we go. My number four. <laughs> He's putting the mic away. Four. <laughs> From Medford, Massachusetts. <laughs> That's where we are. We are in it. Uh, Everyone knows. So my number four is when the big boss man hijacked <laughs> the big show's father's casket from his fucking funeral. That is number four for you? Yeah. I yeah. thought, I swear to God, it was going to be number one. Well, I got some good ones coming up. Holy I, shit. I've heard Chris bring this up hundreds of it's times. It's the fucking Holy funniest shit. thing. He fucking rolls up in the Blues Brothers car, <laughs> straps the casket to the car, and drives off. Oh. Big Show runs after it, jumps <laughs> on, gets flung off, and does the silliest little flip, flippy doodle. <laughs> flippy <seen>. doodle. <laughs> flippy doodle. A move that hasn't been done since the 50s. Oh, I think that might have been on Chris Jericho's list, too. The flippy yeah, doodle. The flippy, flippy doodle. doodle. I think it was number 57. <laughs> the Big Boss Man, when he came back in the late 90s, Holy shit. What had a tr- the fucking craziest storylines. What a yeah. transformation he went from the you know Hogan era, uh, you know, WWF to the Attitude Era. He went from a, like a nice, well, first started off as like a racist cop. Yeah. Then became a normal kid-friendly cop and then became a SWAT team guy. Yeah. yeah. He was big enough to have a wrestling buddy made of him. That's yeah. true. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. Chris, and then he, Chris has it. He turned into yeah. a guy that... <laughs> would, Maybe I'll take my picture with it. He, he would allegedly steal Al Snow's dog and make dinner out of him and feed it to Al Snow. Oh, Pepper. <laughs> Pepper. Pepper. Does it need a little more pepper, boy? <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy to me that he transitioned into that. He cooked Al Snow's dog, <laughs> fed it to him, told him he cooked his dog, yeah. and then beat the fuck out of him. Is that pre-Scott Tenorman, too? Oh, um, yeah. I don't know. Had to have been. Man, WWF ripped off South Park. How about that? <laughs> well, yeah, they uh, were fucking wearing South Park clothes all over the place in the late 90s. Oh, it's yeah. true. Golga. Golga I, coming I out with the Cartman. Oh, my Road God. dog. I don't remember this perfectly but i think right before his father died big boss man went to like meet big show's mother uh-huh. he did something with her oh <laughs> <laughs> what did he do i don't, I don't know, know. I, I think he like made, made her admit that he was like adopted or something oh, <laughs> for yeah. some reason i want to say that's what happened and he has it on video of her just crying <laughs> at the kitchen table and oh, he's yeah, just he standing was... over her laughing. So, oh my God, I forgot how... He, he was, was fucking like... brutal to all his, just, all the people he did not like. Just like really, really ruining the Big Show's life. Yeah. <laughs> like getting so personal. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> big Boss Man was the shit. Yeah. So second, ridiculous. Second form of Big Boss Man, the best. Yeah. He was fucking brutal. Yeah. After the corporation. Yeah. yeah was, when he went off on his own. It's just too bad that... Uh, he died from being hung from the cell. Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember uh, remember we took a picture of that guy who dressed up and like his daughter liked the yeah, photo he, on Instagram? No, his daughter commented on it and said, That's my dad. Big Boss Man is my father, and she fucking loves marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Every, no, absolutely. <laughs> that guy was awesome, and then he was at the next one, I think, dressed as one of the Rent-A-Sensor members. 
Oh, really? Oh, fuck, the right to censor. Yeah, we, we bumped into him again. He was actually really awesome with the next sign, too. Yeah, he was a ref at Money in the Bank. Ref, he's, that's he's what he was. Oh, yeah, he's he's a ref. sat right in front of us. Yep. And we're like, the oh, dude's shit, cool. you're the big boss, man. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, there I am. He's oh, like, you're yeah, fucking around with the big boss, man. <laughs> he was trying to buy the seat in front of him for $200. It was oh, literally, was. It was yeah, literally thought... one seat in front of him, but it was ringside because we had second row. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. big boss man's best gimmick. second. Yeah, people were like, no. No. I would have definitely given it. Big boss man's best gimmick, murderer. <laughs> no, his, his best gimmick was the like Guardian Angel in WCW. Oh, oh, Ray, Ray Trailer. Yep, his real name, right? Yeah. Ray Finkel. Yeah, it's his real name. Right. Laces out, Dan. What do you know about Ray Finkel? <laughs> uh, DJ number three. Yep. Here we go. Boom. Uh, boom. This one has no name. It sounds familiar. I don't know. No. It has no name. I don't know who it is. Cool. All right. Like I get Perry, a freebie. Perry Saturn. Or something. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh, maybe if I go back, it'll tell me. Oh, Gregory Helms. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> <laughs> is it the Hurricane? Gregory Helms. Oh, is that Shane? What was his oh, Yeah, no, it, it's him, but before yeah, he but was it, the Hurricane. Right, yeah. Or right. after. Which Probably after. after. Yeah, that okay. sounds like after. Uh, this is me, Gregory Helms, and my number three <laughs> <laughs> is uh, when uh, Stone Cold saved... Uh, Stephanie McMahon from the corporate, or just the ministry. Fucking great. Oh, so good. Um, I put this on my list because I was there for that. Nice. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Was this before or after McMahon was re- revealed as the higher power? It was before because uh, after Stone Cold saved her, he ran out and gave oh, her and a big like, hug, okay. and it was a really cool thing. But to be uh, at Raw during the Attitude Era and hearing Stone Cold's music come out, like or have it play and right. just the crowd erupting. Fucking ballistic. It was like I'm getting chills thinking about it. it <laughs> it's like such an honor to be a part of like that whole thing, and um, it just when it was a very like memorable moment. Like when Stone Cold comes out to save somebody, it's like the fucking best. Yeah. Ugh. I wish I went to a Raw in the Attitude Era. It, it was the best. I I don't remember anything else from that night. I just remember. What's uh, the point? Yeah, who cares? Yeah, when that something like that happens, there's really no need to remember anything else. Yeah, they put they put uh, that episode on the network um, a couple of months ago, and I watched it, and I was like, I don't fucking remember any of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you probably saw Valvina's face and like viscera or something yeah, silly, or like kind tie. I probably would have remembered that though. Sean Funaki. Sean <laughs> Funaki. <laughs> um, but I just love that Stone Cold can come out, and no matter how many people are in the ring, he just clears the whole fucking ring. And it's, it's awesome so how he does yeah. it too. It's not like lame, like when Cena does it. Yeah, I, I was it's watching. Awesome. I was watching a video the other day of when uh, it was like the invasion. Does anyone have invasion stuff on their list? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay, so um, like WWF was getting like pummeled on. It was just like Undertaker, Kane, Jericho, and Angle. Oh, actually, I might. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> all all four of them were getting just like the shit kicked out of them by WCW and ECW. There was like thirty guys in the ring, and only four of them were like WWF. So. Everyone was just like, you know, where's yeah, awesome. yeah. They, this was when he was like depressed or something. Yeah, yeah. He he wasn't even in the building. Smile. He was yeah. He was at like a bar. <laughs> he was at a bar down the street or something. Was Zach Wild there? Oh, no. Wow. That, that wow. Was when, uh, wow. That's when Viscera walked in and slipped on the beer. <laughs> yeah. So th- there's like, <laughs> there's um, like wrestlers like in the back and outside like 
getting the shit kicked out of him by WCW and ECW guys. And then all of a sudden this black pickup truck comes like speeding in so and slams badass. on the brake. Stone Cold jumps out with a pool cue and starts beating the shit out of <laughs> WCW and ECW. That he, that he took with them from the bar. Yeah. So they, yeah. Like, oh, sir, sir. <laughs> You're going to have to pay for that. And then he kicked the shit out of him. I'll take right. it from here. Yeah. <laughs> so he uh, beats up those guys, and then it cuts back to the ring, and uh, the four guys are still getting the shit kicked out of him. Cuts back to the back, and uh, Edge is getting beat up and uh, by, like, two guys. And then Stone Cold comes in, beats up, like, those two guys with pool, pool cues. Cuts back to the ring, and it's still the same thing going on. And then his music hits, and everyone just fucking loses their minds. Ugh. Like, you know how in... I'm about to mark out right now. Yeah. Just thinking about it. <laughs> Me too. You know how in video games, like, you look at the crowd, and it's just, like, animated, yeah, jumping like... Jumping up and down. Just <laughs> arms moving around. Yeah. Like, just going like back and forth. Cutouts. Yeah. It looked like that for real <laughs> when Stone Cold would come out. And just arms going fucking everywhere. That's so awesome. Yeah. Dude, at oh. the, uh, the Raw 900th episode, this is, like, obviously way later, oh the God. CM Punk days. CM Punk. Oh, troll, yeah. Trolling the crowd talking cutting a promo talks about I don't remember exactly what and all of a sudden boom broken glass hits the entire crowd lost their I, fucking minds I jumped about 50 feet in the air yeah me, yeah, me too I, right. I fell for it real hard even our buddy who doesn't watch much wrestling Peter Wong was like oh, 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 <laughs> freaking out he was watching quite a bit back then. At that time, yeah, he was. Oh, there was nothing better to me when I was a kid than watching wrestling. And then specifically when Stone Cold would come out to save somebody, I would just fucking silent scream in my room. I miss it so much. Oh, my God. You, uh, I wish things were like that nowadays. I wonder, I wonder what that feels like being an adult and really having that moment all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably really lame, actually. Wait, it, pro- <laughs> it probably didn't happen. People our age back then were talking about Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Coming yeah. out back then. Yeah, Hulk Hogan, man. Back, back when yeah. Hulk Hogan was coming out. Yeah, there was a... Um, I think the Macho Man was getting beat up by somebody, and then uh, Miss Elizabeth went and got Hulk Hogan, and then he came out, and everyone went like fucking crazy. You gotta help him. <laughs> you gotta help him. Nice, right. dude. <laughs> Thanks. Nice. Bro, okay. you ready? What are we on, threes? Am I supposed to answer this one this time? Uh, Yeah, answer this one. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, ready? And... Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> there hasn't Kozlov? been one good song. I this can't is, even put uh, This is not going over well. Santino. <laughs> is this a good Russian accent? Santino. That was Russian? <laughs> Have you been to Russia? <laughs> no. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I guest starred on an episode of The Wire once. I'm Vladimir Kozlov. Anyways. Nice. nice. Um, my number three. This one's actually more just a personal one for me. It's uh, the oh. 1995 Sean, uh, Roy Rumble where Shawn Michaels wins. Um, I love this moment because this is the very first time that I acted like a mark at my house by myself. I was <laughs> The first time. Pro- yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, I was like 10 years old, nine years old actually, and the British Bulldog won it. His music started playing. He's celebrating. The refs are holding his arm. Shawn Michaels was on the outside holding on. He had that one foot that touched, and he didn't actually get eliminated. And that was like the first time that that ever happened. So he came back in, and that had British Bulldogs on the top rope celebrating. Shawn Michaels comes and hits him out. He topples over. And the winner, Shawn Michaels. I lost my mind because I love the British Bulldog so much then. <laughs> so this was a negative mark. Exactly. This is a bad mark. I was like, no, no, <laughs> freaking out in my house like, he lost. I was like, no, he lost. He was out freaking out so by this, myself. 
Did they ever say beforehand that two feet had to touch? Or I mean, was I this, have, this the reason why they were like, oh, no, two feet need to touch. This is, well, Only that, one foot touch. I think they probably, probably have been like, you know, when uh, Howard Finkel was announcing, you know, two feet have to touch. But I don't think anybody really thought about it. And it was never a thing where somebody like I, skinned I, the cat yeah. and had that old moment where like, oh, I landed on one foot Whoopsies. back in because that was the thing. They rang the bell. I'm freaking out over it right now. I still think the British Bulldog should have won that match. <laughs> I feel like I, this could be just me speculating just based on memories, but I feel like any time the British Bulldog got any momentum, there was always Shawn Michaels there to ruin it. Probably. Because they Bret had the... Hart. Yeah. They or had the, drugs and steroids. Well, when he was on drugs, he put on the greatest match of his life yeah. <laughs> at uh, Wembley. S- SummerSlam. But yeah. that was my... That's a, my favorite you know, wrestling moment is the first time I actually marked out for something because I believed what was happening in the ring. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you guys have any specific moments like that. Oh, uh, The, the yes. first time I marked out? Yeah. Ooh, I'd have to think. I don't I remember know. the first time, but I... I remember, I, like... I know I definitely did it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But this is the specific one I remember being like, oh, my God, what's happening? <laughs> no! Uh, it was actually probably when Shawn Michaels eliminated Vader and Yokozuna at the same time in the following <laughs> Royal Rumble. I, that is... Oh, my God. I fucking love that. It, it, it didn't occur to me when I was a kid that Shawn Michaels was known as like one of the little guys. Yeah, I, yeah, I never, never because he was bigger it. than me. I was like, yeah, he's a big guy. <laughs> he's a big guy. Good with knots. Yeah, yeah, he's a big guy. Who is not big bigger guy. than Tom you? Arnold? Yeah. <laughs> Max Mini. <laughs> yep, yep. Mini Vader, Mini Mankind. <laughs> Cuties. Um, but yeah, so that's my number three. Is just a very personal one. That's cool. So you were rooting for Bulldog then? I was rooting for the British Bulldog. You know why? Because he's the bizarre one. <laughs> I am I will win bizarre. the Royal Rumble because I am bizarre. What a weird thing to say. <laughs> the only time... Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, no, why? no, you're not. And no one ever thought that You're very normal. <laughs> and we are probably the only ones that know about that random <laughs> yeah. reference, too. What, what Royal Rumble was that? Uh, 92, I think. Was it? No, no, it was like was it? 97 this, or something. This, yeah, this has to be the jeans. Yeah, because he had short hair. Oh, he did. yeah, he did. Yeah. Definitely not jeans <laughs> yet, though. No? no? No. I'm gonna win the Royal Rumble because I'm bizarre. <laughs> Maybe it was 90, yeah, 97, because yeah. that was the, the first one, Stone Cold one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. weird. Uh, speaking of that, let me just give myself a little music here. Boom. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah! Smash your head on the <laughs> ground real hard. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's me, Funaki. And I'm here to say... Bro, you understand what I'm saying, right? Indeed. Takamichinoku? Yeah. Yeah. Um, ow, ow, ow. Uh, so my number three uh, top five wrestling moments is speaking is also in 97, and that is when uh, ECW invaded... Uh, they had the one night on Monday Night Raw. Oh, yeah. The original ECW. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because at that time, like I had just discovered ECW like a few weeks prior... And I was obsessed with it uh, when it was on like Telemundo at like two o'clock in the yeah. morning. Yeah, and I was like, and at that point, like it's true. Like before that, I had never seen anything like that. <clears throat> um, and then they were on WWF at the time, and I was like, holy shit! Like dreams coming true. Like I, I remember that episode. worlds colliding, and like. Who, uh, who showed up? I know Sabu, Sabu, Sabu jumped, jumped off, off the A and the, the friggin' Rob Van Dam. Sandman. Rob Van Dam, Sandman, Tommy Dreamer. Sandman. I hate Sandman. I mean, Paul Heyman, obviously. Paul Heyman and Jerry Lawler were, I think, Pitbull just number going two. going at it. Right? Yeah, I was just about to say that. Have you ever, um, 
watch the clip again. It, it, Jerry Lawler is so good as a fucking heel. Like I wish he I used to be so wish he good. was more like that now but instead that, of yeah. being his fucking you know tepid self. Oh, he's the worst because he had a heart attack. Who cares? More reason. You're going out. You know where you're going. You might as well go out with guns a blazing. No, he hasn't been a heel in like yeah, we even longer years. than 10, like, 15 years. Yeah, maybe. but, but like, I, I feel like he wasn't even. I feel like he was just shooting on Paul Heyman. Oh, I think so. It was well Absolutely. Known that he, hated ECW. he that that's the things that he says of that are very like straight up like, heel. Yeah, because he's like. He's like, I've been wrestling for twenty years. He's like, and you, you know, this is not wrestling. This is, you know, coming with this hardcore crap. Yeah, yeah. Wow, just screaming. Oh wow, what good wrestling! Hitting somebody with a chair. Whoop to do. Was he uh, shooting on Joey Styles when that whole thing happened? Where Joey Styles um, did a little work shoot about how he quit and all that stuff. When he's at the entrance ramp. Yeah, talking? yeah, yeah. Because uh, Lawler hit him in the face or whatever, and then. Was like talking shit about him after he left. Jeez, saying I don't know. that he didn't appreciate anything that WWE did for him. Probably, I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm guessing that was probably from his heart. Yeah, yeah from his soon to be not working heart. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I went like that was so crazy for me at the time, and then like years later when you know the ECW became like part of WWE officially, it was like. It was not. It wasn't even close to the same. Yeah, that that magic was gone, and like it's too bad because ECW was something really, really great. And I, I feel bad for like kids who are getting into wrestling now. Like they don't have that. They'll yeah. they'll never have that again. I don't know, man. The Shield uh, when the sh- uh, when the Shield first came in, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, but I mean, I it still it wasn't like even when the Shield came in, they were like new wrestling. They were like to. I never thought of them as like outsiders. You know. Yeah. Versus like what about when what about uh, the Nexus? Nexus? That was fucking crazy for me. The yeah. next, the <laughs> Nexus, the Nexus was good. I think the Nexus was probably the closest thing to that. Well, they'll never have it again because there's no one that competes right. with them. Yeah, nope. that's what I'm saying. And like, it's it's too bad because it was really really great. I that- can't wait to see Abyss in the WWE. Ugh. Ugh. Is that gonna happen? <laughs> no, but I, I want I want to see a not. TNA invasion and WWE is just like fuck this and they just ruin <laughs> Abyss. Uh, Abyss is the worst. Yeah, TNA is garbage. Mankind. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. You know, I think <laughs> I, I think just, the, you just kicked my microphone in my face. I think the I the best too. thing oh, going best for. Uh oh. Oh. oh! <laughs> Chris just smashed his forehead with the microphone. I love that noise. Chris that knows how much I freaking like. Look, I hear look, it. Look on the computer. Look at the spike on there. I'm about to take a picture <laughs> of that. That was afterwards. for Fro. That was for Fro. Uh, um, not bleeding. I think the first time, like maybe I'll blade. That first Played for the picture. That first ECW <laughs> invasion was I the, the first time that uh, it occurred to me that um, wrestling fans didn't just watch WWF. Right. I mean, like I didn't I said, even think about how like there are other. I like I said, I just I, and I found it on accident. It was just like through fate I'd stumbled upon you know this wrestling. I was like, what the hell is this? And I watched. It, I was like, this is fucking insane. I was like, yeah. this is well, awesome. What year was this again? Ninety seven. So when did Scott Hall and Kevin Nash leave? Um, 96, 90, yeah, 96. That was the first moment that I knew that there was two, co- like, that I realized those two companies knew about each other. I'm, I'm younger than you guys, so I was, like, not around for that too much. Yeah. The first time I really, like, realized, like, someone went from one company to the other was the Radicals. Really? Yeah. So it was like... Like, obviously, Chris Jericho came in before, and that was, like... Oh, he used to be on WCW, but they like kind of like alluded to the fact that 
the radicals came from WCW. Yeah, you know what I mean. They were they were they were, they were sick of WCW. Yeah, exactly. They were you know, they, they were, were like, pay- why why are they here? They were what? paying for tickets, sitting yeah, exactly. front row, just watching. But you know, it's funny because you know, uh, I think WCW was doing that with Raven. Yeah. Before. Yeah. 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 And there's not like there's never going to be like real competition against WWE again. But I think I think if anybody has a shot, actually, I think Lucha Underground has a has a unique product. That could maybe someday blow up. No. Mm. What do you mean? No. I, it's never gonna. It's never gonna get to the level. I just. What? I don't think it will. It's the the only thing that it has going for it is that it's very different and it's not bad. So I think if more people knew about PWG, they'd fucking PWG go nuts. is so much better. No, PWG is so much better on a wrestling standpoint. I'm talking about for like a mass accessible show for anyone to get into. Lucha Underground, I think, has the best shot. PWG is the best wrestling. Yeah, but if they, you know, if more people found out about it and saw it, and they like, it'd be a higher demand, and then they can just grow from there. It would take a while, but they could do it. I, I would still. Well, put, if you I, look at the people that like fans actually r- like, it's people that can actually wrestle, like Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler, people like that. So if they actually see good wrestling, they won't even really. I don't know. The storylines come second. I, th- I, th- I think. Uh, I I think I think we think that I think in a like a more of a global market I, well, I think it's a little less. People are turning on Roman Reigns for what reason? Because, because Smarks they don't think said he, they don't think he can wrestle. Yeah, and the Smarks don't like him, and what and the Smarks are very vocal, and people around Smarks in a crowd will just say they'll go with them, and then they dominate the the thing. He's not good on the mic either. No, he's I'm not. not. Say, yeah, he's bad, but I mean, you I still bet that they'll push him and I, he'll probably still be the next John Cena because that's what WWE wants and what they want is what they're going to get so yeah Dean not, Ambrose for me Dean oh, Ambrose 100% so for fucking me he's he, the next Stone Cold yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I've been fucking saying he, he looks is. so fucking badass walking out in Wrestlemania he's so he, uh, he, and I said this the other day and Chris is 100% right I was like because I'm, I'm a big Dean Ambrose fan I'm like can he fucking win a match and Chris is like he doesn't have to I was like yeah I know but I would still like him to win yeah no kidding <laughs> no one's going to not he have you ever seen somebody lose so often and still be so over? Like at I his level, I can't remember the last time he won a match. Neither can I. He's like he he's. If you think about it, even still, when he comes out, people pop as if he like thinking that he is going to kick some ass, and he hasn't won a match in the longest time. He's yeah. like a, he's essentially a jobber in like a stats like point of view. He brings nothing. He's not going to change the outcome of anything based on like history. But Cesaro. Cesaro is great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, he's a champion right now. True. But I, prior to that, right before that random tag team when he, when he successful. When he had the United yeah, States belt, though. I said he was he was the best champion that they had at the time because he he was a believable champion in the sense that he beat people convincingly. It was awesome. Yeah. And they fucking took it away because Vince McMahon's a ding bong. I fucking love that, dude. What's so wrong about him? Like, wh- he's, he's a big guy. He said something about John Cena and Randy Orton. He said that they're oh. boring. And then he went... Yeah, downhill because the fucking truth, our truth, our truth, our truth. People over there, what's up? People over there, what's up? But that's yeah, my, my number three is when ECW came in. <laughs> we just went tangentially very far away from that. Yeah. But <laughs> wait, yeah. what was your number three? <laughs> um, oh, ECW on Raw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch the clip; it's very fun to watch. All right, Chris. I like when Sabu jumps off the sign. Dude, <laughs> when that sign almost falls over when he jumps. Yeah, when he jumps, I'm pretty sure that sign's made out of cardboard. <laughs> it looked like it. Yeah, because it like just teeters like it's it inflatable. It's a big box. It's yeah. Probably, yeah. They probably have like a cutout. They build it every week. It's like a pizza box. <laughs> All right, buddy. Cue me up. 
All right, I'm going to give you a little Q, a little Q&A music. All right, here we go. So your music will be, you know what? Actually, no, I don't have them all. Uh, let's go. Here we go. Wow, speak of the devil. <laughs> He's taking it all in. My uh, toe is in his mouth currently. <laughs> all right. You guys have just He's it. having a heart attack. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, come on. I don't even know how to act like him. Puppies. <laughs> yeah, do it. Puppies. I love tits. Make a, <laughs> make a terrible joke. He's uh, I great. can't. I'm only good jokes. <laughs> I, I'm only good jokes. <laughs> He's the embodiment of good jokes. Um, my number three, we don't really have to talk about it much because it's a repeat. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. A first repeat. Anybody want to give a, a guess? If it's yours, I'm going to go with... 24-7? Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. I, I've been <laughs> saying this for a couple weeks now. I really think Crash Holly needs to be in the Hall of Fame. I, oh, I, 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 I backed that decision so much. I thought you were going to pick uh, Boss Man taking over the funeral again. <laughs> My number three <laughs> is Boss Man. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he's going to get it before Hardcore. I, I, think it, I don't. I, <laughs> I think it should happen. My reasoning being the 24-7 rule was one of the biggest parts of the Attitude Era. Absolutely. Yeah. Like if yeah. you think of the Hands Attitude down. Era, you think of Stone Cold, you think of The Rock, and the, hardcore the, the fucking Hardcore Championship. Yeah. And well, the twenty four seven rule was so fucking funny. Yeah, it was hilarious. I wouldn't put like, it, I mean, I I, think I wouldn't obviously. I'm not putting it the right top up three. there, but it's it's one of the biggest parts of it. I think. Yeah, absolutely. He'll headline his Hall of Fame class. There's no way. <laughs> yep. There's no fucking way. <laughs> Absolutely. You're an you're gonna asshole. Have, you're going to have Duke the Dumpster Drossy going <laughs> in. So far, he would be headlining. Uh, Quang. <laughs> Not oh. Savio Vega, but Quang. Nice. Uh, because it's probably one of Vince's brainchilds. The Caribbean uh, Strap. The Caribbean Strap. <laughs> the super hairy hairy guy from the Los Buicos. Savio oh, Vega beats Stone so Cold gross. Steve Austin in a Caribbean Strap. <laughs> yep. And the then... I don't know the Spanish uh, Spanish announce table. <laughs> that needs to go in. That'll get it. Oh that my needs god! To go in. It really does. Who would induct it? What's his name? Hugo Savinovich. Hugo Savinovich. And I go, gracias y Michael Cole, gracias y Tay. Of course you know that. Why is the drawer open? Because <laughs> I got my stuff in there. All right. Um, but yeah, so Crush Holly, Hall of Famer. <laughs> Crush Holly, rest right. peace. I respect your twenty-four-seven rule. Uh, yeah, hey, how about this? I how about we did this last time we had a repeat? Do you want to say an honorable mention in lieu of that? That's such a that was right. DJ's idea, and it was like oh, one of the okay. best ones yeah, the show's ever had. That's pretty Thanks. cool. Let's go here, 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 here. Moments. moments. Who, wait, real quick here. though, who's your favorite uh, hardcore champion? My favorite I think hardcore he champion. Said it. Yeah, <laughs> Crash Holly. Okay, it's the best. Nice. He always for somehow he always left with the champion. <laughs> no matter how many times the belt changed hands, he would always squeeze out as the champion. Do you know who he like lost to and he like never got? No, probably like Pete Gas or someone. That's awesome, Pete. The <laughs> gas that, mask. That, that's <laughs> probably not. The true. gas mask is one of the best finishers of all time. Remember when Pete Gas ran into the ring and horrible oh, <laughs> fucking knocked himself out? Okay, I have the perfect honorable mention. When fucking Butterbean knocked out <laughs> <Clark> <laughs> at WrestleMania 15. That's Holy such a good shit. one. 
Oh my the, god. The way his fucking head just wobbles off his body and then taco necks on the bottom <laughs> robe is unbelievable. Oh my god. That is one of the worst decisions the yeah, WWE who has like, ever made. We're going to take these professional wrestlers, we're going to make them fight each other, right? And then the winner gets to fight one of the most brutal oh, boxers in the world. Boxers. This undefeated bo- pro boxer. Right. Ugh. They just had to embarrass Bart Gunn. I he, guess so. He, well, Never did anything again. Yeah, he could and he was paralyzed. He's, dead. <laughs> he's sitting in a dark room still right now. Yeah. He's struggling. He's like, he hasn't slept in 20 years. I would pay Bark good gun. money to see a Bark Gun Butterbean rematch, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would pay good money. Yeah, you could probably watch the whole thing on Instagram. Probably. Yeah. Do you think uh, Bart Gun's been sitting in his basement, like looking at a poster of Butterbean and just like waiting? Yeah. He's got probably. Eye of the Tiger playing in the background, <laughs> always. He's still fit those jeans. Off to pictures of Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> Tamulin Sitch. Oh. You know you can oh you can you can uh buy her uh a nice private webcam show from her. Uh that was the last thing I heard that she was doing. Let's do it. Oh, I would love to. Let's if we shut this baby down. Hey, right now I'm gonna look it I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up and if we do it Oh, if I can figure it out, that'd be so funny. That was like some of my first Please like, donate to Top Five of Death so, yeah, we, can so we can order we'll twitch it so out. We can Sunny <laughs> diddle in herself. Yeah. We'll sitch it out. That'd be so fucking funny. Thanks, dude. There you go. Thanks, dude. Uh, so you want to go do your number uh, two, DJ? Yeah. I'm going to give you some music here. Good. I was and, hoping you would. Okay. And boom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My number two is when <laughs> CM Punk give a pipe bomb. Oh. <laughs> I'm not done. Oh. No, I'm definitely done. <laughs> All right. Uh, phone this number a sma- two. Is this a SmackDown? Yeah, that's that, uh, raw. That, that is Union Underground, also. Oh, mm. thanks, Fro. Mm. You fucking idiot. That was like <laughs> raw circa 2006. Yeah. Uh, but what did you say anyway, DJ? <laughs> <laughs> um, I called an audible because I think my original number two was going to be um, something that's going to be said later. Okay. So my number two now is CM Punk's Pipe Bomb. Um,. I remember when I saw that and Fro I woke Fro up. I woke <laughs> him up. He, he had did. he had to be at work early and I was like we were just finishing Raw because we watched Raw obviously because we're all wrestling fans we all live together except for DJ but he's here yeah. a lot. Yep. And that happened and I went into his room and I woke him up and I said you have to watch what just happened. It is insane. Incredible. Yeah. It's, it's the best 10 minutes in wrestling um, in the last I don't even know how long. It was so captivating. They, yeah, they ended it perfectly too, with like shutting off his mic. I, right. I want to like, know what that story w- was that off. he was going to tell, because he was like, uh, "You want to like, talk about bully? You yeah. know, they got this. They got this campaign." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's like, here's a true story about Vince McMahon. You want to talk about this whole bully campaign? And then they cut him off. And I was like, "Oh, if I ever meet him in real life, I want to be like, please tell me that story." He'll just uh, tell he tell you to fuck, fuck off. off. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Um, I, I hope feel not. Like he just hates everyone. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No I, no, I think he. If you listen to, if you go up to him and try talking to him about wrestling, I guarantee you he hates you. He doesn't want to fucking talk to you. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely not. It, it depends how you go about it. I think you could talk to him about other other things, and he'd be cool. Yeah. But if he you doesn't want to talk about, about like wrestling. Operation Ivy. You'd probably be, be yeah. in, and then you have to like wean your way into wrestling. Right. Yeah. As long as you're like respectful about you know how you approach him. Like his biggest thing is like don't be a rude asshole. Like people have uh, 
I remember him saying on um, Cole Cabana's podcast that one time someone came up to him, like he was at the airport reading a comic and uh, he had headphones on and someone like pulled one of the headphones off of him and was like trying to get his attention. Would just, you ever touch a professional wrestler? I would, I would I never wouldn't. touch no. anybody like that. Right, yeah. absolutely. Especially kidding me? Not even a friend. Yeah, God. But anyway. That's because wrestling fans are so socially awkward. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I remember having, like after that happened with uh, CM Punk, like my friends texted me the next day. They're like, "What's going on like, with this whole thing?" And I was like, "Dude, you have to see it. <laughs> Check it out." Yeah. Oh it was my like god. It's so crazy because I can't even remember before that the last time anything even close to that happened. Yeah, I, like I think I think Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett <laughs> had one in like the late nineties, but back then I was too young to realize what was going on. I just I'm sure I thought it was. What just about a when? Uh, was when, that uh, when he like left to go to WCW and stuff? Or I think so. I don't even remember that. What about when Dustin Rhodes uh, was in WCW as six? That I think that or was seven. Worked. Yeah, it had to have been seven. I think X Pac was six. Wasn't oh it? my god! Yes, yeah, seven. seven. I think that was worth. <laughs> I left the WWF for give us like this. This is crap floating down to the ring. <laughs> that was <laughs> him floating. Great effect. <laughs> they did yeah. that so well. I, I really, I really think that was just like a shot at that was WWF. That absolutely was. I left the WWF it gave, for this gave crap. him a reason to like to have the shit uh, on WWF. <laughs> the shoots are the best, especially when they're on an actual wrestling show. Oh yeah, he just but, wanted to have that uh, that freaking oh, what the hell's the name of that match? The truck match. Oh, oh my god, god. that's oh. like one of my earliest wrestling memories. Yeah, it's I, the I remember fucking that shittiest versus thing the blacktop bully. Which was the repo man? What a um, what a missed opportunity that whole that season. match. No, no, no. What seven? Yeah, that, that all that. But uh, in reality, uh, when he when he referenced like he was like he because his contract was coming up, this the CM Punk pipe bomb thing. Yeah, and he even said he's like, if I win the belt, it's like I'm out of here either way. He's like, maybe I'll take the belt and I'll go to New Japan or I'll go to Ring of Honor. Yeah. Hey, Cole Cabana. Can you imagine if they worked out a deal? Where he did that? That's what the biggest. They that's easily could have. Easily. That's the worst decision they ever had by bringing back the two, following week. No, two weeks later. Two weeks, they gave yeah. him one week off. Yeah. That the worst they, decision they had. That could have stayed off TV for at least a couple months. That would have guarded. Because that, that whole pipe bomb thing. That would have brought in so many new fans. Well, that, but it generated so many like outside sources yeah, to even talk like about it. NBC right. News or like, stuff Every, like that. Like, all news the channels. media was talking about it. Hip hop. Friggin' websites were talking about Sway it. Sway talked about it. Sway. MTV Sway? Yeah. What up, world? Not uh, Kurt Loader or whatever the hell his Kurt name is. Kurt Loader? Or Matt Pinfield? <laughs> it was everybody's or, uh, Matt Pinfield. <laughs> Tabitha Soren. Jesse Camp definitely Kennedy. talked about it by himself Kennedy? at home Kennedy. But, yeah. Kennedy. Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's someone. But that's the thing. So many media outlets picked that up. Yeah, they fucked if, up. If they kept him off, people would have been people would have been talking about it everywhere. WWE would have been a household name again. Yep. Because, I, I mean, I feel like WWE is not a household name anymore. Nope. By most <laughs> people's standards. Yeah, but uh, they 100%, because I mentioned this to other people, and they were like, yeah, what happens if, uh, you know, someone's wrestling for the WWE Championship, and they just shoot on him, and just, like, you know, they, they pin him, and they screw him out of the belt? I was like, it would never happen, because it Mike be, Kyoto would never let that happen. <laughs> yeah, Mike Kyoto, well, Mike Kyoto wouldn't be uh, roughing those matches. It'd be some, you know, guy. But it would never happen, because the fact alone that a promotion like, Ring of Honor or New Japan, not so much New Japan because New Japan is a Japanese thing, but like, uh, are you of, sure? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but if like the <laughs> fact alone that the biggest wrestling company's champion was defending the biggest wrestling company's belt in your promotion, that publicity itself is worth its weight in fucking diamonds. Yeah, you don't need to pull some bullshit and be like, I'm gonna pin you know whatever. It would never happen. 
And plus the other thing too, it was CM Punk. He's in with all those other companies. They wouldn't do that to him <clears throat> out of just respect to him alone. I think he was probably the only guy who could have done something like that. But they fucked up, and I would have. It's too bad. He'll never get that again. Nope. No, oh, absolutely Bob. not. Uh, mm-hmm. I, well, yeah. You think he's ever going to come back? No. Yes. No. I think he will. Yeah. You know. You know who and I also. Everyone thought? comes back. If if Bret Hart's brother died and he still came back, you'll see CM Punk in a WWE ring in before the. Everyone comes back. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody yeah. comes back. Ezekiel Jackson. You think he's going to come back? <laughs> he's fucking wrestling. Yeah, he'd like places. to. I'm sure he'd like so? to. <laughs> Do you not think like they he... want him back? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's not a matter of him <laughs> coming back. It's a matter of the WWE wants him to. But absolutely, money. The point is, is there's money. Money on the talks, table. bullshit walks. Yeah, but Sam and bullshit walked according to the dirt <laughs> sheets. <laughs> I Sam wanna... Punk has plenty of money, and that's why he was so fine with leaving. And he wasn't. He's. I don't. I don't think it'll have anything to do with money. I think at some point he'll miss wrestling because he's he used to love it. Obviously, right. He got into it for Wait, because he loved it. And you know what else? He doesn't love it anymore because of what WWE did to him or whatever. But he's going to go to UFC, get his fucking ass kicked a couple times, and he's going to say, well... Do you think he's going to have a shitty career in UFC? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's going to get destroyed. And he's going to become completely irrelevant at, at eventually. there's a difference between him and Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar was a NCAA wrestling like champion. Yeah. You yeah. Know? He was an actual wrestler. And a monster. Yeah. <laughs> oh and my God. like a physical specimen. How did Batista do in MMA? I think he went like two and zero or something. Yeah, but even still, he just Lashley as well. It's different for bigger guys. No, right. of course, because you can course. just get gigantic and strong. When you're like little like that, you need technique. Yeah, right. no, absolutely. You know? I I can't wait to see his first MMA fight. Ooh. I would like him to do well, but I yeah. just don't. I want I want to see him get absolutely the shit beaten out of him. It's just be funny to career me. ending. Just just paralyzed. Yeah. Broken neck. I want him to be the the draws of the MMA world. But That's yeah, hard. just just thinking like five or six years or whatever, even ten years down the road, just something's happening and it's like you never know, you know, blah blah. You're just watching it, blah blah blah, and then fucking his music hits. I think he'll get the itch. He'll get the itch at some point. Yeah, they'll work something. I out. would love it if there was a uh, alumni match with him and Stone Cold. <laughs> that won't happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was hoping for that, but that's definitely that's long gone. They yeah. teased yeah. that a while ago, and that. Maybe that would have happened, but definitely not anymore. Yeah. Supposedly right now, uh, Austin and WWE are on bad terms. Really? Why? Why? Because of the podcast? The podcast. What? Are, what? what? That's why they're having Jericho do a podcast now. Because I guess they Austin weren't. asked too many actual questions? Yep. That's him, so Him bringing dumb. up China. I guess pissed off Vince. Oh, Fucking. that sucks. Then Triple H shouldn't have talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> he should have just said, uh, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Or... You know, don't have a shoot interview on your network. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't go on the show, you dummy. Don't have a live shoot interview on your network. Yeah. I love Jericho's podcast. I just don't like the first like fifteen or twenty minutes when it's just. Uh, like, I don't. I, this one definitely won't be like. Yeah, that. I know. It's just like, like hitting, hitting cowbells and like singing. <laughs> like, for, <I'm> just, <laughs> That's kind of what this just, podcast is like too. Just get into it. Bing bang, bing bong, 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 bong. That's my cowbell. Ring the cowbell. No, Chris, don't start. <laughs> <laughs> When I first got all this podcast equipment and we were just playing with it, I have a, a file. One of the first things I ever recorded is Chris going, ring the cowbell, over and over <laughs> No again. one ever rang it. No one did. I had a had a scream for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, good pick. Good pick. Thanks. Fro. Thank you. All right. Let me, um, <laughs> let me get you a little music muse. And a one and a two and a three and a four and a five and a six and a seven and an eight. Bam. I am Speaking of uh, ringing the cowbell. cowbell. 
I'm riding on my lawnmower. Ring, 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 ring. My number two speak is crazy. It is SummerSlam '92. <gasps> Ooh. Uh, Wembley Stadium. <gasps> Hello. Oh, uh, go pay your tennis. <laughs> this this is one of my favorite pay per views of all time. Uh, specifically, the very first time the Intercontinental Championship mat, uh, match was the headliner. Uh, Bret Hart versus British Bulldog. Uh, high on crack. High as, as a fuck. High on crack. as shit. High as a giraffe's Which is a great story in Bret's book, but um, this was such a great pay-per-view overall. Um, I want to double-check the matches. but uh, Double-check the matches. Savage and Warrior was Savage Warrior. Championship match, wasn't it? Undertaker. Um, Kamala. Ooh. Or, yeah. as he's known now, Footless. Ooh. Oh, is that come what he's on. is that what he's wrestling by now? Footless. Foot- Footless. <laughs> Kick um, off the shoes you don't wear. Oh, <laughs> uh, come on. That's fucked up. Uh Shawn Michaels versus Rick the Model Martel in the you can't hit each other in the face match. Yep. Versus the who? Rick the Model Martel. Fuck yeah. I don't understand why he you like him, but sucks. he's the best. He's he's I like him, but there's no reason that you like him. Because he, he's awesome. He you, had the biggest like t- like torso. Like, <laughs> his, his torso is huge. His chest just like came out uh, so far. <laughs> that match is great. Are you about to cue something up? No, I'm just looking at my phone. Okay. Uh, oh good. <laughs> um that match is great because that has the, the great line of uh Shawn Michaels running away from Rick the Model Martel, running down the aisle, gets in the back and you just hear uh, I think it's Bobby the Rainian. Shawn Michaels has left the building. <laughs> uh, and I love that because I actually never heard the Elvis has left the building thing prior to that uh, because I was young and didn't care about Elvis. Um, but specifically, that match between British Bulldog and Bret Hart, I'm assuming DJ is very well aware of this match. And I love that match. Well, Matt, not so much probably. Yeah. Um, there was a great uh, storyline going into that match about you know him sisters, and his sister, yeah, yeah. Diana. Was that going into that one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I could She didn't know who that. to root for. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I watched that as it happened. My uh, my aunt had the black I, box. Yeah, it was Brett's wife was Bulldog's sister, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That is the one going into that one. Um, yeah, I, I was watching this also uh, pretty much at that time. Um, Wait, Brett's wife is no, Bulldog? It was the other, oh, the other way around. Way around. Yeah. Okay, so. Brett's sister Bulldog, is Brett Bulldog, Bulldog's Bulldog wife. was married to Brett's sister. Okay, Di- so, Di- Diana Hart. So Brett's dog was fucking Stu Hart. <laughs> I'm sure it happened at one point. <laughs> In the dungeon. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, that match was uh, crazy. British Bulldog, high as a kite. High but as that, a motherfucker. That match is unreal. Yeah, it's uh, really good. Spots. Bret Hart almost like dies in it because he yeah. di- he gets dumped over the top rope. Yeah, like, he misses the spot. Misses the Bulldog spot. Bulldog misses the spot. Dumb, dumb. Um, and then that ending where I think it's goes for... A fuck you. Uh, <laughs> he goes. For, I don't. Oh, fuck. What was it? He dropped. He just drops down on top of him. I think it was like a Luthez press. No, he, he does a sunset flip. Was it a he? sunset flip? He just drops down on or, top of him, and uh, it's kind of. It seems like a. Oh, it's a weird ending, but it's just like, oh wow, crazy, and he just pins him right there, and you wouldn't expect the match to end right. that way. Yeah. And uh, Brett loses, and the crowd goes crazy in Wembley Stadium. They get to see their hometown hero. Yeah, it was like 80,000 people. Yep. Wembley's huge. Yeah. It's the I love that place. third highest attended uh, WWE or WWF uh, event. Fall. Still? Yep. Uh, WrestleMania 29, the one I went to, is number two still. Oh, really wow. Good job, bro. Uh, and <laughs> way, to, way to account for those numbers. Yeah. Uh, and number one is, I think, WrestleMania three. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, ninety three thousand. Uh, but yeah, supposedly. Oh <laughs> yeah. come on. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, uh, SummerSlam 92, my favorite like pay-per-view of all time. So that's my number two moment in wrestling, wrestling history. Good pick, bro. And everyone is happy. Uh, they should have another. Have they had pay-per-views at Wembley since? No. They should. They should do. I think they should definitely do more overseas yeah. pay-per-views. But it, they should it do would, a WrestleMania over there. It would, oh, fu- awesome. it would fuck up the time so much for people. Oh, right, yeah. yeah that's true. I mean, friggin' WrestleMania, this one was yeah. awful. Oh, that so was, annoying. That was a bad bad choice. Don't yeah. do it on the West Coast. It doesn't Broad get dark. Daylight. You can't do that anymore. So Stupid. I, I don't think they'll ever do anything overseas. I know they, they, talk, they talked about it kind of not too long ago, about doing it in England, but it just won't work. What's the time difference? It's like six hours. <clears throat> 600 hours? That's <laughs> fucked up. Uh, okay, so let me give you my cell phone for my number two random... Oh, oh, fuck. fuck. <laughs> I love this theme song. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. This is an older one, too. Yeah. It just, it's like off. Not this one so much, but Batista's about to just fuck someone up. <laughs> okay, so my, <laughs> uh, I'm Batista, and my number two wrestling moment is. Really? You're just going to, you're just going to forget about doing it? You did. No, I didn't. I, I fucking did a Spanish accent. You did. I and done, I did a very bad Russian accent. I haven't done one gimmick the entire time. <laughs> uh, it's me, Batista. And my number two is when Mankind won his first WWF World Championship. That sucked. <laughs> no, it didn't. That's actually the one that I uh, switched out. Oh, is it? Yeah. No, that, just that impersonation was No, bad. no, you said what you said. Um, <laughs> your pick sucks. Uh, yeah, so this happened in our home state of Massachusetts. Uh, Worcester? Worcester, Massachusetts. And you want to talk about pops? Were you there for that? No, oh. absolutely not. Uh, it kind of breaks my heart knowing now that it was at Worcester. You didn't know it was in Worcester? I didn't. <clears throat> yeah, it was, at, it was at Worcester and uh, the Centrum. And um, th- I believe this was, this was when uh, WCW... Uh, this was the moment it yeah, switched. The turning right. point. Yep, the turning point. The exact moment. They thought they were being very like the exact snarky, snarky and coy by announcing WWF uh, results on Nitro before they happened on Raw. Fucking and then Tony Schiavone. So they fucking announced that Mankind was going to win the belt. I wish he went to WWF. And what happened was fuck him. Everyone fuck just changed the channel to fucking WWF. Yeah. And. That would put was a lot great. of butts in the seat. It was like, fuck. It would. It does. So stupid. And it did. And it ha- that has a great Stone Cold Save the Day fucking oh, pop. Oh, the best. God. The best one. It, that gives me chills every it, time it, I watch so, it. Uh, DX comes down and yeah. Billy Gunn runs and slides almost all the way across yeah. the ring. He, What an incredible ring runner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he slides so fucking far in the ring every time. It's amazing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, when I... So I never watched WCW, and I still didn't when this happened. So I I didn't know that that happened. I was I was just watching Raw, but I just remember just like you wanted you wanted Mick Foley to win so bad, yeah. And I then he won, and it was worth it. It was like it wasn't like it wasn't overhyped. Nope. It was perfect. I wonder if I watched that live on TV. It was great. I was more of a WCW guy. Which I, I think so absolutely wasn't. I, Not I, me. I would only watch WCW while I was waiting was, for WWF. Yep. Well, that that's why, because I used to like El Dandy. I, I was young, and I loved El Dandy. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a big El so Dandy mark. Nitro used to start at 8, so I would watch it from 8 to 9. Wow, they were three hours, weren't they? Yeah. Holy shit. It di- didn't seem like it was too long then. No. 
So they started at 8, so I would watch it at 8, then Raw would come on at 9, and I would switch back and forth. But I started Nitro at 8, so I was already in, yeah. like, invested in Nitro, so I kind of just held on. I couldn't. I said this before. It was the production quality that turned me off from Nitro. It definitely it just, looks way shittier. Yeah, yeah. It looks it lo- didn't look as well. So I was like, I'm just gonna watch Raw. I watched it for the Nitro girls. Ooh, Ooh Kimberly! Ow. Bing bang Ow. with the butts, the, the smelly butts, yeah. butt, butt, butt. Yeah, yeah the butts. Um, Fire or the Diamond Girls. Th- that's the kind of moment that I just want every week, where something I know. something happens. Like th- there's so, a match going on, someone comes in and like makes it more interesting. Like Ken Shamrock comes in and hits uh, Mick Foley with a chair, and then Billy Gunn comes in and like knocks him out. So it's like, what the fuck is gonna happen? Like right. these guys yeah. are Who's like, next? Who's yeah. next? And then all hell breaks loose and they start fighting each other. And then Stone Cold steals <laughs> the fucking show, and like the crowd goes fucking berserk. Yeah, they, they what a Not rabid bizarre, though. rabid crowd. Ugh. Uh, but yeah, that's my number two is. When McFoley won the belt. And he got on the microphone right after, right? He's like, isn't that what he's like? Hey, yeah. Adrian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Baby. yeah, yeah. Mrs. Did he say Mrs. Foley's baby boy? Yeah. Yeah. Is that with that also? Yep. Yeah, that was a great one. I just love watching clips of uh you know wrestling in its prime and the the pop is so fucking loud. You're it's like outrageously yeah. loud. You know what I miss about those days too? Two things. One, the amount of signs. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, the amount of signs are ridiculous. And two, the flash photography. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, that used to be so fucking cool. Fla- ca- camera flashes made all those moments seem so much, so much bigger. Absolutely, yeah, and you'll never get that again. Yeah, now it just not. looks like nobody gives a shit. It's like if you go back and watch any time The Rock gave anyone Holy like shit. the people's elbow or the rock bottom, yeah, everything like all, all the lights going, going off, it made it look bigger. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Now you know. Now you got dudes like I don't know Seth Rollins getting on the corner and doesn't look like anybody cares. People are yeah yeah. Well, people stand up, but I mean that's. But if he got on that, if he got on the turnbuckle and, and those, those flashes, flashes going off, yeah, it would it would, it would make, make it look every moment seem so much bigger. That's why it made Jeff Hardy look so cool. Uh, <laughs> a nothing idiot. ever made Jeff Hardy look cool. I his, fucking his, hate Jeff Hardy. His face paint, man. Oh, I was watching clips of TNA and they gave him his own like custom belt. It uh, is the it ugliest, ugliest fucking thing I've ever seen. The yeah. Divas belt looked great comparatively to that Jeff I, Hardy it, belt. I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh my god, dude. Ugh. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. I'm gonna pull up a picture and show you. I don't want to see that. No, I, works, you have I to see you. it. You gotta, you gotta see it. Okay, it's stupid. But uh, Chris, you ready for your number two? <laughs> I am. All right, randos, randos. Oh! The Rock is cooking. It's me, The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so my number two is. Mr. McMahon being visited by Dr. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. Classic. That's a great one. So good. It's sweet and uh, to the point, but... It's not Yerple. That's actually your favorite yeah. part? Well, <laughs> Yerple, yeah. The fir- <laughs> the uh, introduction of Yerple and Mr. Sacco. Her, her well. debut of Yerple. Her strange list. Like, hey, Vince. Hey, Vinny. <laughs> the, the actual part that kills me the most in that entire thing... Is uh, when she's like blowing up the balloon animals, and Vince is like, "Get out, get out, damn it, leave." <laughs> <laughs> so good, just so stern. That's also the debut of Mr. Sacco, right? Yep, it yep. is. Yeah, I just said that. Mr. Sacco. Hey, Mr. Sacco. So good. He's like Mr. Sacco, <laughs> and then Austin just comes and just beats the fuck out uh, of him. I just love bed. that. It's like. <laughs> 
I'll, I'll take, take it from here, nurse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it smashes him with the oh, bedpan. The bedpan that pumping. So good. <laughs> so beating good. the shit out of his cast and was like <laughs> just punching ah, it. Ah. Punching it, punching it. And Chris is looking at the Jeff Hardy belt and shaking his head. I'm disgusted. I'm going to take a look at it again. It's so dumb. I want to smash your phone right now. Don't. Don't. Don't do that. When uh, when Stone Cold sticks the catheter up his ass, (laughs) (laughs) there's no way it went up his ass and there's no way that it hurt. Right. (laughs) But the, the, the screams... Vince McMahon was the best. I wish a very had, funny moment. I wish they had more backstage. I was going to say, when was the last time you saw a, a, a segment like that? Like outside of was it when Triple H fought Randy Orton in his house? house? Oh, that was kind of and he had that window. fake actress wife. <laughs> or the uh, the Katie Vick thing. Ugh. <laughs> Vince McMahon giving Jim Ross uh, ass surgery. <laughs> <laughs> what about when Kane set Jr. on fire? <laughs> 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 Solid black on the monitor. <laughs> He's just laying there so stiff on fucking fire. That's great. Kane, Kane the only person that be in what uh, Inferno matches and loses every single one of them. Yep. Yeah. What an asshole. The last outside segment I can think of or like backstage type of segment like that that I can kind of think of it's on the funnier side is Daniel Bryan and Kane. Uh, oh, right. That was some of the funniest stuff. That and the, the infamous, that's a spicy meatball <laughs> that you heard from the crowd. Yeah. So good. Uh, that's one of the best crowd things I've ever heard in my entire life. Yep. Well, not my personal favorite, but yeah. my favorite is that guy weirdly talking to Triple H. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? So <clears throat> I don't remember exactly what's happening, but Triple H gets like the shit kicked out of him. And all the referees come down trying to help him up. And Triple H is like, you know, brushes them off, pushes them off. And you just hear this guy in the crowd just go, come on, Triple H, they're just trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> and I was having a heart attack at this dude. He sounded like the gay guy from Family Guy. Oh, it was the funniest thing in the world because this guy had so much conviction behind his voice. Come on, Triple H, they're just trying to help. And I almost died. That one was great. And Kane's hard fart victory. Yeah, that's Daniel Bryan's one. hard fart victory. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that that should be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. So number ones. Yep. A little business clean. Clean up clean that biz. biz. All right, we're gonna clean up some business. Uh, so here at the top five of death, uh, we like to keep the show free for y'all. Uh, so we ask you for support. You can go to top5ofdeath.com. You can buy a T-shirt. By, and that's one way you can support the show. You can also support the show by going to top5ofdeath.com and donating an amount. When you donate, you then get to put your uh, you you get put in a pool where we ask you for your list for a, a topic. And we do have some lists to read. We will read them in one second. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, we like doing the show. We actually we love doing the show. It's one of our favorite times of the year, and by year I mean the week. <laughs> uh, so you can donate at topfiveadeath.com. You can also go to facebook.com/topfiveadeath and donate. Uh, just you know, any amount of money is fine. And uh, three digits is usually like a like a standard a standard donation. And uh, yeah, so that's one way to do it. And we love you, and we thank you very much for it. And like BWK mentioned a few weeks ago, all the money that we get literally goes right back into the show. Uh, that's how we got the shirts. It's how we'll be getting more shirts and how we'll be getting other merch and doing other cool, fun stuff. So top5ofdeath.com, you can go there for all your top five of death needs. Uh, so number ones. All oh, right. actually, no, we got to do a list. We got to read other people's oh, lists. Oh, yeah. I didn't know there were any. What? I didn't know there were any. Yeah, we have two. 
Ooh. Um, let me see. There's one here, which is kind of long. So there's one here, and we also got another one from former, other former host. Um, I'll read. Hold on. <coughs> let me see. I want to read one. You okay. want to read one? Yeah. Okay, you can read this one. Um, you don't have to. I don't know if you if you can read it quick enough. Yeah, if, I'll skim. Yeah. Read it real quick. It is very long, but ah, I I appreciate how long it is because he, this is obviously from an actual wrestling fan. Okay. Uh, who is this? Two pages. Whoa. Yeah. Who's it from? Uh, Daryl. 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 All right. Daryl. So. I guess to preface, his honorable mention for it is any match where John Cena gets his goofy ass kicked. Um, oh, give it up. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's a bit long. Blah, 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 blah. I don't need to read that. So his, <laughs> his number five, Undertaker Rises from the Dead, the Royal Rumble 94. Good pick. Uh, watching this now, pick. it's incredibly cheesy, but this moment captured the essence of The Undertaker perfectly. An undead force that can never be stopped after being apparently fucking killed during his <laughs> casket match with Yokozuna. The casket is being pushed to the back by all of Zuna's henchmen, and a very cool Zuna. and creepy moment happens. If you want to see it, just look up Undertaker and Yokozuna, Royal Rumble, and skip to the last five minutes or so. I prefer the year later when Chuck Norris is his bodyguard. <laughs> Who does he kick? Fuck Chuck Norris. Uh, I think it was King Kong Bundy. Yeah, fuck Chuck Norris jokes, but <laughs> when he uh, helped the Undertaker, it was so funny. Uh, number four. HBK, uh, HBK versus Y2J, WrestleMania 19. Oh, fuck. Y2J. That yeah, match it's Y2J. Is, that match is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the greatest matches of all time between two of the greatest of all time. This also kickstarted the greatest rivalry of all time. Whoa. Hmm. A lot all of right. all times there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> number three. Most all times of all time. Wow, all time. Uh, number three, Hollywood Hogan versus The Rock, WrestleMania 18. I didn't know. How, I did not know how much I had missed Hogan until this match. Coming in, I didn't like Hollywood, and I loved The Rock. Who didn't? But during this match, I had the same feeling as the rest of the audience. Slowly, Hulkamania made its way through the audience and into every fan watching at home. I was almost in tears as a 14-year-old kid. It was a truly magical moment in both their careers. That match is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, sh- it shouldn't be, but it's so and good. And that's like one of the first one, the first times recently that you find like two different eras. Yeah, kind of right. Yeah. yeah, I fucking love Hulk Hogan. And then they did it again with The Rock and John Cena. Uh, and that no, was they didn't. So <laughs> abysmal. Both of those matches sucked. Yeah, awful. I got Very to watch bad. one of them live, and I and wish how I did. Bummed. I got up and fucking went to the fucking get merch during that match, <laughs> and I didn't even buy anything. <laughs> well, whose fault is that? <laughs> I guess kind of mine. Right. I couldn't find it, though. Uh, you couldn't find the merch table? Yeah. Uh, number two, Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart, WrestleMania 12. Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler of all time, by a mile. His matches tell a story unlike anyone else. Seeing this match as a kid is what made me an HBK fan. This is still the greatest match of all time. Uh, blah, blah, blah. After an hour of killing <laughs> each other, neither guy had taken a single fall. In the final moments, Bret hooked the sharpshooter in, and it seemed over. But Sean somehow lasted the final few minutes until time ran out. As Bret was leaving, Howard Finkel made the announcement that the match must continue under sudden death rules. In the end, an exhausted HBK hit Bret with a final sweet chin music and realized his dream of being a world champion. That was a good match. It was. It was. My, two, my two faves. It's crazy how they had such a good... Like rivalry together and actually hated hated each oh, other. Oh, yeah. absolutely! Like the fact that they could still work together is amazing. Yeah, is it that match where Bret Hart is just potatoing the oh hell out of Shawn Michaels? Yeah. Oh yeah, so stiff. 
Ah, and, and he, then after the match, Sean yells at him to get the fuck get the out fuck out of my ring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then number one, one of DJ's picks, Stone Cold returns to save the WWE. Uh, if Sean is my favorite by mile, then sitting right at the edge of the mile is Stone Cold Steve Austin. This moment gives me chills just thinking about it. During this point in the storyline, Stone Cold was Vince's bitch. For weeks, though, Vince was begging Austin that he needed the old Stone Cold in order I to save his company from them stone invasion. Stone Cold. <laughs> I need All right. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. Was that it? No. Oh, okay. Go on. <laughs> uh, finally, on one epic raw, the ECW and WCW finally invaded. The, w- the WWE's team, Taker, Kane, Y2J, and Kurt Angle, stood alone to face the, the invasion, but were outnumbered and eventually overwhelmed. The audience could sense the tension and knew what was coming. Austin finally arrived and slowly made his way through the backstage, leaving a wake of ECW and WCW, WCW guys. Ugh, leaving a wake of ECW and WCW guys in his wake. Uh, then a few breathless seconds of tension. The audience went into a f- uh, before the glass finally broke. Blah blah blah. Uh, the audience went into a frenzy and 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 in interviews, it's been said that the crowd mics had to be turned all the way down in order to hear the commentators. Wow. Jesus, crazy. <laughs> Austin single-handedly cleared the ring with a stunner after stunner. An incredible moment. The clip is on YouTube. Just uh, search for Stone Cold. Blah blah. I'm and then they sure. fucked up and had Stone Cold turn heel at Invasion. Yep, I'm pretty sure this moment is responsible for most of Jr's health problems that came afterwards. He went banana sandwiches during this. <laughs> <laughs> I personally think the moment of. Uh, Jer- uh, Jim Ross's uh, health problems was at WrestleMania. I don't remember which one. The first Shawn Michaels Undertaker. When he had that big brisket 25. sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> sandwich was delicious. He, was Gerald brisket. <laughs> uh, Jim Ross, uh, Undertaker, takes a sweet chin music. No. Shawn Michaels takes a uh, tombstone, and it's when Shawn Michaels kicks out of it, and <laughs> Jim Ross goes, My God! I'm having an out-of-body moment right now. <laughs> and it's my favorite Jim Ross call of all time. All right, so we have, of all time. We have yeah. one more fan list. And by fan, I mean Ryan Trainer, who was a host at one point. Ooh. Uh, so he wrote in, <laughs> the title of the email is Put Me Over. <laughs> uh, so he wrote in, says, thanks for looking over my list. Uh, this is a great gimmick, and I can't wait to listen to the episode. <laughs> I think you'll all find this to be very me, which I guess is the whole point of this. I know I'm a mark for The Undertaker and McFoley, so no need to bury me here. I'm looking at you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna bury you, you fucking mark. I'm gonna no sell the shit out of um, this uh, list. Yeah, me too. Uh, number five, Paul Bearer turning heel against the Undertaker at SummerSlam '96 at the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if there's one thing Ryan Trainer does, it's reference the '96 SummerSlam at the Gund Arena in Cleveland, yeah. Ohio. Anything that ever happened at the Gund Arena, he yes. knows everything about the Gund Arena for some reason. On his road trip, he went to the Gund Arena. <laughs> <laughs> he made that a stop. <laughs> uh, so what he says is the boiler room brawl was severely under a severely underrated match in both uh, in both of these guys' careers. From what you could see, I love that match. Uh, not to mention, it happened at my favorite arena <laughs> and garnered <laughs> such great quotes as two by four right across mankind's back. <laughs> uh, and Todd Pettingale using the word ominous eight times in the promo <laughs> leading up to the match. <laughs> when The Undertaker reached for the urn and Paul Bearer turned his back on him, I was blown away. I was nine and was up- and was so upset that I cried and thought The Undertaker's <laughs> career was over <laughs> if I only knew them. Number four. Hulk- it didn't take much, though. He also cried when Joe C. died. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Number four, Hulk Hogan turning heel at Bash at the Beach, 96. Next, buried. Yeah, I was definitely more of a WWE slash F fan than WCW, but my dad had a black box that I assume he used to watch free porno movies. (laughs) (laughs) And we got all the pay-per-views for free, so I always watch both. This was another moment that I remember vividly. For me, at the time, it came out 
uh, came out of nowhere, and the promo he cut was so compelling and believable, it rejuvenated Hulk's career when he needed it, and it was a pivotal moment in the WWF first WCW war. He also didn't have a mustache, which was really weird. Right. Yeah, that is very weird. (laughs) Number three, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13. The double turn. (laughs) So good. The image of Stone Cold not giving up with blood pouring down his face. Everything about this match was perfect. They knew... They knew they had, oh, period. <laughs> they knew they had something special, but I can't imagine anyone had any idea what this would do for Stone Cold or just how important he would turn out to be. Number two, The Undertaker kicking out of Shawn Michaels' sweet chin music at WrestleMania 25. This match, in general, was is as uh, is an unbelievable moment in time for me. Watching this match live with all my friends was a physically and emotionally trying experience. <laughs> I was certain that the streak was going to end, and when he kicked out of it, we all erupted as if we were right there in the arena, which is definitely true. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. We <laughs> fucking went crazy. This is before. This is uh, BD before DJ. Yeah. Uh, this was a match. In I like a, that. <laughs> this was a match in moment in particular where I suspended all disbelief and was fully invested in the moment. Number one, Mick Foley being thrown off the top of the hell in the cell <laughs> through the Spanish announce table by The Undertaker at King of the Ring 99. Sure, Mick Foley and The Undertaker have, uh, may have had some better matches together, and this match may get some backlash for not containing much quote-unquote wrestling, but it's an uncomfortable moment for me. <clears throat> unforgettable moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's an unforgettable moment for me that had a big impact on my love for wrestling as a kid growing up. It still blows my mind that it happened when I watched this match now. Honorable mentions, anytime The Rock or Scott Hall took the stunner. Uh, Stone, Cold stun- <laughs> Stone Cold stunning Linda McMahon and Kai and Ty fictitiously chopping off Val Venus's dick to close out Raw. <laughs> that that, that ended Raw? I guess so, yeah. That wow. Linda McMahon no, stunner is so hard to watch. Yeah. She just flops over. Yeah. She pushes away from Stone Cold and doesn't even hit it and just acts like she got stunned. Whenever The Rock or Scott Hall got stunned, it was fucking so cartoony. Uh, when, it was when, awesome. when The Rock took that Stone Cold stunner and just got flew. up, had the beer still in his hand, <laughs> took a sip of it, <laughs> took another stunner, feet on the ropes. Oh, so I good. love the Booker T spot. At uh, was at WrestleMania a couple years ago when he got stunned uh, drinking beers with Stone Cold. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then he got stuck on the ropes, like the oh, second yeah. rope. <laughs> <laughs> when the moon I hits your eye. <laughs> I don't know who it is, but someone got eliminated from the Royal Rumble by getting a stunner. Oh, that's awesome. They got a stunner and shot over the top <laughs> rope. That's great. I want to see Dolph Ziggler take a stunner. Oh, man. I would love to see anybody right now take a stunner because that means Stone Cold's back. One of my life dreams would be to get Jack Swagger took one not too long ago. Stunned by Stone Cold while drinking a beer. That'd be so fucking awesome. When he like when the Attitude Era first started and he was stunning people, it looked fucking awful, like painful, <laughs> yeah. like when Sergeant Slaughter took it. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't know how to take broke it. Broke his jaw. <laughs> that wasn't his fault. Broke his jaw, snapped his neck all in one, <laughs> one stunning maneuver. <laughs> okay, so number one. There was your Jerry Lawler yep. joke, by the way. All right, so you number one. I'm going to give you this guy. I'm picking the number one there, by the way. Okay. Um, okay. I'll show you. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> really? <laughs> Stephen Richards? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have n- <laughs> no idea what to all do right, 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 right. <laughs> Just censor him. Uh, I'll give you this one instead. <laughs> Holler, if you hear me. You got to do a math problem in order to get the number one. 
Uh, yeah, go ahead. You're number one. All right. Um, my number one favorite moment in wrestling history is when DX impersonated the Nation yes. of Domination. Oh, Fuck. that's so good. So fucked up. <laughs> so it good. is the funniest fucking thing that's ever happened in wrestling. That's an honorable mention from Is me. it? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with this moment so much. Specifically because of Jason's sensation. Jason's sensation was amazing. Of course, I can smell what you're cooking. Yeah. Look at my nose. <laughs> Look how big my no. Yeah. yeah. Look how damn big my nose is. <laughs> Did you almost say "Look how big my dick is"? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I I would never say that because <laughs> we'll um, get into it. But yeah, Jason's sensation as Owen Hart is like, <laughs> oh my god. I love waking up in the morning and smelling coffee. All the way in Brazil. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> How, where, where did Jason's sensation come from? Uh, he did. He was like an independent dude. He was like. He just did like impersonations. Yeah, right? he was like. I think he was like a, a mouthpiece on like the independent circuit, and then really? someone found him, and he does impressions of every wrestler. Oh, he does. It's, he it's does so incredible. Many good ones. There's a, there's he was a like video on commentary for a little while. Wasn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> like. Uh, he would do like he would sit with. Um, like Jr. and the King, and I think Shawn Michaels was there at one time, and uh, he he did an impression of Shawn Michaels to Shawn Michaels, and he was like, he blown away by it. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Jerry Lawler was like, hey, uh, do Bret Hart, and then Shawn Michaels was like, who the hell is that? Some mid Carter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, such a such a burn. But uh, Jason's sensation was so fucking funny. Um, also, awesome. X Pac is so racist. In oh yeah, you see Mark Henry. Yeah, completely blackface. R- Road Dog as Dilo Brown is fucking great though. Yeah. The brother smacks himself down. I'm gonna get on the <laughs> yeah. His head shaking so much. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. So fucking. Yeah. Fun. I'm trying to remember more Jason's sensation lines from that uh, segment. <sighs> he was the best part of it, oddly yeah. enough. Yeah. Who was everybody? Uh, Billy Gunn Billy was. Billy Gunn was the Godfather. The, or the Godfather. Yeah. That's Ch- right. China was China. <laughs> yeah. And The Rock China was played by Triple H. Yeah. China uh, should have been Crush. I I oh. wish they would they would bring Jason Sensation back. I feel like um, he's probably old as dirt right now. No, there's videos of him on YouTube where he's like old as dirt. No, he he looks good. He's like working out and uh, like d- still, still doing uh, his impressions and stuff. It's so fucking funny. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. That's good number one. Good number one, Deej. Thanks. You ready there, Fro Fro? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you ready or? Yeah. Here we go. Are you ready? Wow. 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 <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, Matt. <laughs> Smash the mic in my face. My arms are a little flimsy. You're fired. Hey, he's gonna, son of a bitch. He's gonna. He's <laughs> gonna. Enough. He's gonna puke. He's gonna. He's yeah. gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna choose his number one. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, It's actually a repeat. My number one is. Uh, the Macho Man wedding reception. Oh, oh my god, wow. that's so funny. <laughs> uh, Macho Man Randy Savage is my absolute favorite wrestler of all time. So this holds a special spot in my heart. Uh, the wedding reception. I mean, Matt talked about it earlier, uh, but Macho Man wearing that golden white friggin' suit at his <laughs> wedding. Yeah. It's got the big ass hat. It's got the biggest feather coming out of it. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> he is unbelievable in it. Just. The wedding itself, like you were talking about, him asking her to oh, marry him. So awkward. <laughs> Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> Will you marry me? Ah, oh, that 
oh yeah is just brutal to watch. I, I, yeah. I believe it's uh, woo yeah. Uh, woo yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are talking Thanks about the Macho Man him. here, right? <laughs> right. The Nacho Man. Um, <laughs> yeah, at the wedding, I mean, you got friggin' all the shit. Alfred Hayes is the one who's doing the like commentary about it. It's like this. He's got his weird British accent. like, this is a magical moment for Macho Man. Him and Miss Elizabeth, she's looking radiant this evening. Um, but he, you know, starts opening up all the presents and he gets like a blender. He's like, oh, we got a blender. Yeah, we're going to keep this one. Next time, give me money. <laughs> Wait, um, you said that? Yeah. <laughs> Next time, you should have put money in it. Um, <laughs> candlesticks he gets. He's like, oh, he's just going crazy over he these loves presents. He gets that last one. Business hands on the ribbon. He's like, and as we mentioned earlier, we're keeping the ribbon. Yeah. We're going to keep the ribbon. Keeping the ribbon. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then. That last box opened up, and that fucking cobra pops out. Oh Elizabeth God. lets out the shriek. She's like, ah! Macho Man's just like, what the hell? Mean Jean's in the middle of it all, too. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Jake the Snake comes over here with another cobra, just like running around. He's holding like a shotgun, <laughs> which is great. I remember him, him wearing his friggin' like safari pants, too. So he's running over to Elizabeth. Elizabeth is passed out. And he's holding this friggin' snake over, and Macho Man is getting like held back or something, or he gets knocked over. Jake the Snake like attacks him, and he's also down using his snake powers. Exactly, and the Undertaker is just standing in the background, which is hilarious to me. And this is like he got invited <laughs> to the wedding. Yeah, yeah, but he's well, he's there with Jake the Snake because those both of them were feuding with Macho Man. But just seeing the Undertaker just standing there, I thought this was a funeral. Like <laughs> <laughs> him, I can just like picture him pulling up in the car and like. Just getting up and coming <laughs> in, the, in a suit. He, dro- he drops the friggin' present off and just like... In his Buick. Um, and then Sid, Sid Justice, the one that saved the day, shows up friggin' with a chair. He's like, get out of here! He's going Sid. crazy. Giving people... Fist pounding. Giving fist, fist pounds to everybody. He's the, the snake. master and the ruler of the universe. And uh, the Macho Man wedding is my favorite. That's so funny. Ooh, yeah. That is a good one. I'm jittery. I'm always jittery. Jittery. I'm always jittery. Matt, uh, what's your number one? My number one? Okay, let me play my music here. Look how big my damn nose is. <laughs> is this a good one? You got the doink gimmick, man? Is it, I want to know if this he is, is a this clown. Isn't, this isn't the evil one. This isn't the evil one? Yeah, how fucking creepy was doink when he debuted? Oh, it was so good. Yeah, it was awesome. But my Ew. number one, my number one is easily predicted because it is when Chris Jericho debuted on Monday yeah. Night Raw in 1999. Yeah, that was going to make my list. Oh my god, that ugh, that fucking moment. I I make I've made Abby watch that like 3 times. Just like Does yeah. she love watching it? Uh, no. No, she's huh. not super pumped into it. Uh she she likes it enough. Likes it enough. Uh but th- just that whole that was one of the best like lead-ups to a debut that they've ever done. Yeah. Just with the the clock and the countdown and that, like... Did everybody know who was coming? Uh, some people did. I knew a, like... They're, I only knew because of people's, like, signs Yeah, in the right audience. before, though. Yeah, but, like, even that, I was like, think about that when that happened and, like... I don't know. It's not like it is now where, like, information's so accessible. Mm. Like... Everyone knows everything that's gonna happen now. Yeah. Just about... Yeah. That, hey, I don't know. that takes away so much. Right? It, it really does. I would love to not know things. Yeah, Brock Lesnar's return uh, like that three sh- years ago would have been incredible. Yeah, if people weren't chanting yeah, his name the entire night. I, I didn't yeah, know Booker T was going to be at the Royal Rumble. Okay. Huh? Me, me and you watched that together. Yeah, we watched it at your old house. Well, yeah. the other problem, too, is like WWE I like advertises them being there. That's yeah, like, they, well, they yeah. always do that, though. They have to. Yeah. 
Do I, they, though? If they want to keep it a surprise, shouldn't they not spoil the surprise? Right. Yeah, but they still do that with, like, WWE champion Daniel Bryan, but he's not the champion. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Why do they do that? I don't they know. They got to do that. Well, because they got to... It's just for advertising purposes that they have to. Right. I, but that's the thing. It's not, like, it's not going out, like, huge. This is, like, a random radio spot. Obviously, it can blow up from there, but... <clears throat> what they do, they always have, and they always will. But then, like, so, so the Rock is cutting a promo, and then the countdown finally reaches zero, and fucking Chris Jericho debuts, and it's fucking great. It's so such, fucking good. Such a huge pop. Yeah, that the, silver shirt. The perfect person oh, to yeah. come in on too, because those yeah. are like two of the best talkers. Yeah, yeah. It was good, and like the Rock, and he like he walks right into like uh, the Rock's. You know, it yeah. doesn't matter, and yeah. like he sells it so well, and it's just like that little yeah. coat on his face. Yeah, but my only problem with that is like he says his name a bunch, and then uh, the Rock. The first thing the Rock says is that like you don't even have the decency to tell me what your name is. All right, you're like <laughs> you, you've already lost this. Oh, <laughs> uh, what. But um, yeah, Chris Jericho is my all-time favorite wrestler. Um, he's great. His his books are so 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 good. And he talks about uh, he talks about that moment, um, and then afterwards he talks about how he didn't even wrestle like barely at all uh, for months, and he just yeah. talked shit, and it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, everyone hated me because all I would do was come out and just shit talk everyone, and I would never have a match, <laughs> and no one could get any like any like you know retribution on him and like he's he got a lot of flack for it backstage but he was like it wasn't my decision yeah I I, you know i would have wrestled but i loved his uh when he feuded with kirk angel oh, oh <laughs> so fucking funny uh i'm surprised kurt Ang- kurt angle hasn't made anybody's list at all yeah uh, i didn't really watch wrestling great. when he was he, is he great. was around i wasn't really watching him much either he was so fucking funny that was great. one is kurt angle <laughs> kurt angle uh, fine if i want honorable mention Kurt Angle and Edge and Christian. Oh, oh. so good. Uh, or so uh, funny. Milkamania. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's and I've I've talked about that moment before on the show. It is by far my favorite wrestling moment. I can it's watch so that over and over yeah, again. I have like videos that I've watched over and over again are like the Pipe Bomb uh Y2J's debut and the um was a Mankind's first title win. Yeah. With Stone Cold. <laughs> What's your favorite version of Chris Jericho? My favorite version? Um, Definitely not the new one. No, mine's the Ayatollah Rock and Roller. Uh, I probably, I probably was most when he first debuted. I think you know what it was. I think I was just at the right age. It was the right time, and um, I liked him then. And so once that happened, I tried to, um, I tried to watch uh, as much of the because I had this friend who recorded like all wrestling all the time. And like I went back to watch some of like his W his later his like last WCW stuff, and it was great. Like he had some fucking crazy, crazy good matches in that cruiserweight division. Mm-hmm. So and like it was a bummer too because some of it, some of the moves that he does are like are so good, and he never he never really did them again. Like uh, bigger like, guys can't really do them on bigger guys. I know, yeah. I know, but it's too bad. I think my favorite version of Jericho is the when he had Lance Cade as his friggin' bodyguard. That like smart, slow talking Jericho. Uh, no, I loved that Jericho. No, I loved. I like, thought the promo was like he cut. a smart ass pussy. Yeah, exactly. Kinda, yeah, I don't know. Jericho. I thought he was awesome. Hit, like that, just conniving heel, like crybaby. Yeah, his promo nice. uh, for when he was in a triple threat match for the IC belts with Hardcore Holly in China. Yeah, and he cut a promo before, <laughs> like before the match. He was like, "When Y2J wins the Intercontinental Championship." At Madison Square Garden, it's gonna the party is gonna make t- uh, n- Times Square during New Year's Eve look like my sister's seventh birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so I love shit like that. I love 
the cocky like asshole. All right. Or That's the, my favorite heel. Or the favorite uh, <laughs> when the fan yells. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you say? Go, go back to Toronto. Yeah. I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. Like, when, he, just... when he beats the fuck out of that woman outside. Oh, yeah. She had it coming. Get the fuck away from me. Do your fucking jobs. <laughs> oh, I love that video. Lady spits at him on his uh, face. Hey. Yeah. She what, had he it just, like, She did. Like, pushed her yeah. out of his car. Yep. Yeah. Right. Because well, they were attacking him. Yeah. She, she, she spit in his face and then hit him. So he friggin'. Bops her in the face, yeah, and everybody goes crazy. Like he just hit a girl. It's like and she just attacked. And him. then the fucking yeah. cops, he grabs the freaking security guard, pushes him towards these people. He's like, "Get these people the fuck away from me! <laughs> Do your fucking jobs!" Losing it, I was like, "She deserved that." Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You don't spit on someone and hit them. I yeah. I should know. <laughs> I did it once. And what happened? I got arrested. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, wait, who'd you spit on? Uh, rent a cop. Yep. Female rented cop. No, that's I hit her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, my mistake. The person I spit on was a male. Oh. Yeah, and that guy sucks. Fuck him. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Chris, are you ready for your number one? Um, no. I guess not. Can we wait like 15, 20 minutes? Um, no. All right. <sighs> well, then yeah, I am. Okay. <laughs> let me get let me pull you in here. Uh oh. Sick. Sick. Alright, so. Oh, hi, Daniel. Quack! <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, oh Nancy. Fucking... Quack! <laughs> that's awful. Yeah, but I, I thought he, like, strangled him. Yeah. What about Oh Me? Oh Me. Quack! <laughs> <laughs> What's your number one? My number fuck one. What did, uh, I, what did Iron Cheek say, by the way? He said, fucking bullshit. <laughs> Daniel, six years old. <laughs> All right, so oddly enough, my number one is when Chris Benoit murdered his entire family. <laughs> oh my god, um, that's not too soon, but DJ, for it's real. All right. uh, no, that's my number terrible. One, my number one is Stone Cold versus Booker T in the supermarket. That's awesome. <laughs> that's an honorable mention of mine. That is one of the first clips I show people. Oh yeah, I was watching when, that whenever we talk today. about wrestling. I say you need to see this. It's so it, it's because, so long. <laughs> yeah, it's like ten minutes long, but it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Why is Booker T in a supermarket? Yes, he's, he's, <laughs> it hey. starts off with him just opening cereal boxes and eating them. Yeah, just in the middle of uh, <laughs> the supermarket, like really paranoid. Yeah, <laughs> uh, th- there's off. just so many good moments in that. Uh, Stone Cold singing. Uh, that's a when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's a more, and then smashes him in the head yeah, with a frozen with pizza. pizza. <laughs> then, Singing into a salami, by the yeah. way. And then Booker yeah. T finally gets the upper hand on him and t- locks him in the freezer. And then he walks out with a gallon of milk, drinking it. And he's like, ah, oh, got milk? Thanks, Book. Smashes him <laughs> with the milk. So many food puns. Uh, <laughs> Price check on jackass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just hears the cop, the cops coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. uh, that's a good it's one. It's just perfect. Did they just start feuding just because of the invasion stuff? I yeah, I think so. What happened was, it was at the Vengeance where they were doing the um, the undisputed world title. So in the the final match was Chris Jericho versus Stone Cold, yeah. yeah. And Booker T came out and like cost Stone Cold the title. Mm. What a so bastard! In that, I believe the same episode that the whole supermarket thing went down. There was also a church scene where <laughs> Booker T was playing bingo in a church, <laughs> and uh, he was like 
fighting with all the old women because he kept stealing <laughs> their cards to win. And then you just hear, A, as in Austin, 316. <laughs> and then he looks over at Stone Cold's reading the numbers off and chases them through the fucking church. That's so funny. And somehow Booker T ends up like giving confessions to people. And this girl comes in and starts talking about how she banged her husband's best friend and brother Jesus. and how she filmed it. And Booker T's like, yeah, so I want you to say 18 Hail Marys and I'm going to have you take down my address. <laughs> I want you to send me that video. <laughs> That's That's Booker awesome. T, wicked horny. Yeah. Which is, you got to respect it. <laughs> <laughs> got to respect the condom. So yeah, supermarket. <laughs> good. That's good. Those are our lists. Hey! All right. So that. All right. Gilberg. I can't believe I didn't put down Gilberg. That's a good honor. I'll mention better end this the right way. How am I ending it? I feel like I don't know how to end it. If you smell, <laughs> you later. <laughs> that is a good way to end it. Oh, that is so good. Um, cool. So uh, that was our show. That's a wrestling show. If you don't like wrestling, you definitely didn't make it to where I'm talking right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> but if you did, I'm glad you enjoyed it. If you didn't, and eh, you did, uh, <laughs> go to www.top5ofdeath.com uh, where you can vote on the list. You can listen to the episode. You can download the episode. You can buy a shirt. Buy a shirt. Talk to us on the forums too. Yeah, especially with this episode, I would love to get on there and yeah. Talk about this I shit. mentioned magic last week, and someone was like, wanted to know what decks I had, and so now I got like, now there's a magic discussion going on over there. Nerd. Um, you're a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? Sorry, sir. Uh-oh. Top five planes <laughs> Uh But yeah, so like the forums kicking, the forums going, everyone jump in there. It's a lot of fun. Uh, top five of death <laughs> Go to facebook.com slash top five of death. You can uh, talk with us there as well. You can follow us on Instagram at Top Five of Death. You can follow us on Twitter at Top Five of Death, and you can email us Top Five of Death at Gmail dot com. Uh, so let me see. Let's get a good theme here. Uh, I don't know what this is, but no, I don't want to use that. It's stupid. Let's go. There we go. This was a SmackDown theme. I'll probably recognize it in a second. This is. This is. I was hoping for something like. More like high energy. Smackdowner. Do you have the old Raw? No, I don't. Oh, man, that would have been a good one. What are you on? Like Spotify or something? No, I just. <laughs> this is like. Why are you ending with this? I'm trying not to. <laughs> <laughs> I need something better. This is like mi- early, like Randy Orton Smackdown. Um, hmm. Ruthless Aggression Smackdown. I told you how to end it. Yeah. yeah. I uh, did tell you how to end it. Uh, you kind of blew it. I did. Yeah. I didn't know this was going to be this bad. You're still oh. playing the same song. <laughs> <laughs> you can literally put on anything. Uh, <laughs> this song sucks so much. <laughs> oh, here's one. The, the Dudley Boys? Yeah. Nice. All right. This has been the top five I do. If you smell, you later. 